What's going on, Internet? The Black Okage here, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Game and Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers, and this is episode 136. If you're watching the video show, uh, video show, the video version of the show at youtube.com slash GI updates, know the show is available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and all other major podcast platforms. Also, the video is also available on Spotify as well. Be sure to rate the show five stars on Apple and Spotify. We need your five star rating to help us move up in that algorithm and bring in new potential listeners. Um, follow the podcast on social media. We drop daily content on all our social media pages now. We're available on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Our handle on every platform is at GI Updates. We drop daily content once again. Uh, Patreon.com slash GI Updates if you would like to financially back the show. It also gets you uh, uh, into our Discord. It's a one-time fee to join the Discord. We don't kick you out if you can't do reoccurring payments. Uh, the fee is just to keep the weirdos out um, so we can keep the Discord high quality. Once again, that's patreon.com slash GI updates. Now allow me to introduce you to my co-host, the first of which is always on the move, so he doesn't have time to beat his games. He's always talking about, oh, I got a family, oh, I got kids. I'm just like, grow up, beat your games, get your priorities straight. UTX, JG the Don. Why aren't you getting any trophies? <laughs> Yeah, we want to talk about trophies. We not gonna talk about it right now. So Dan, you said, Dan, you said we have some. Yeah, we got, we got some evidence to talk about. Trophies. <laughs> we go get to it soon enough. As soon as, as soon as whoever we're talking about starts popping off, all right, mm. he's going on trial. It's crazy. Mm. It's been almost a year later, right? We're almost about to wrap around the sun. We might have another <laughs> trial coming for y'all, chat, and it ain't me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm really, I'm ashamed to, you know, that it's about to come to this. Like seriously, I'm, I'm really ashamed. But anyways, you know, I, I do have priorities, as I just came back from another vacation you know i have to i have to keep my my body and my mind fresh so that i can continue to not beat these games okay i can i have to continue to keep it fresh okay? i respect that i respect so, that yeah 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 so let's let's get on with another podcast we got a lot to talk about and my second co-host is currently recording live from the doctor's office the doctor called in to check to see if he's still considered an enemy of the state survey says he still is ito say what up to the people what's going on everybody i need y'all help to get me out of russia i'm in russia right now <laughs> All right, <laughs> He's the, my man's is in Russia. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Uh, if you're watching, uh, I'm not even watching. But uh, before we get into the show, of course you're watching. I can't talk. I think we're all tired. Uh, watching, listening, it's both. Yeah, we're professionals. Whatever. We've been doing this for like yeah, ten right, years. Yeah. We know what we're doing. Before we get into the show, freebies for the month of December 2022 on PlayStation. You guys get Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which, by the way, like last week. Um, not like, like a couple days ago when I was streaming, like five different people came in the chat. Yo, I finally played Mass Effect because it's free like on PlayStation or whatever, bro. I see what you were talking about. I don't know what it is, man. It's like a reoccurring theme. If we try to put people on. Y'all don't listen. You just play Call of Duty 2K 10, 15 years later, I guess. Better late than never. I'm glad to see y'all seeing the light. So yeah, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is free on um, PlayStation as well as Biomutant and Divine Knockout um and then on xbox you get colt canyon and then bladed fury i don't know what any of that shit is xbox y'all gotta step it up on the free games 
Um, with the freebies out of the way, it is now time to get into the leading conversations of the show. So since the last show, the annual Game Awards happened. That is an all-encompassing celebration of the gaming industry. You have all different types of categories, but we all know which one matters the most, which is which game is Game of the Year. Now, before we talk about the results and how we feel about all that, one reason also to watch the Game Awards is because it's full of announcements. You get world premieres, new gameplay for games that we know are coming on the way i think that's actually the main reason a lot of people watch um so let's kind of go over a little bit of these announcements um i actually have like a little chart here showing everything that they announced i'm gonna move the camera over here um so some highlights include death stranding 2 not for me but i know for somebody hades 2 uh, <laughs> uh la, 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 la. this crime boss game is it looked interesting it looked like um gta gta with all the gen x uh movie stars there's a new like 2d bayonetta that got announced uh armor core from software the new one got announced. this is six right uh ethos uh yes this is six new armor core um crash team rumble that one was really interesting because i don't think anybody saw a team-based objective crash bandicoot game coming some diablo 4 star wars jedi survivor that stole the show street fighter 6 it was a ton of games what stuck out to y'all was there anything you're excited for from the show uh jay oh definitely the uh the the new jedi game 100 i think that that was that was one of the games that i know that personally gi um was looking forward to because it seemed like unanimously we liked the first one and we were just waiting on mainly a date like i think that we pretty much seen enough but even this new trailer that they showed it looked really really good so we're looking forward to that um so that's going to be a, a heavy hitter for 2023 that crime boss game like it had a lot of stars in there so i'm hoping whatever that this game ends up being that it's not going to be like cheesy or whatever um because I, I don't want it to go the gta route but also you know necessarily don't want it to go like the mafia route like i can see it going either which way so i'm just curious i want to see more as to like which direction that they're going to go but it's clearly in miami or some you know adaption of miami so we'll see how that one goes armor core i've never played an armor core in my life but multiple people have been saying that it's fire i know that it's also from uh from software so i know the ethos has more expertise with that one uh so i might hop on this one we'll, we'll see how this one goes i know that there's a niche community that does like armor core so uh that that should be cool uh when it comes out so those are the main ones that stuck out to me yeah i'm actually genuinely curious to hear why you love armor core so much ethos because i've never played it either it's mecca I'm a huge Mecha fan. That's like all it is. It's it's just a big. Uh, did you play that um Mercenaries game that was on the Xbox Game Pass? No, I, I played remember, I Chrome Hounds on the Xbox 360. Chrome Hounds. Okay, I don't think I played that one. Um, I I mean like uh to be fair, like my uh, experience with Armor Core isn't like vast. Like I played like one or two of them in and out. Um, uh, but I wasn't like a huge like I played every single time. But from what I played when I was younger, I did enjoy them. I, I was like a mech person, so I always enjoyed uh, mech games. And this one's kind of like a I, I will kind of warn people that like people who just aren't aware of the series is that don't expect this to be a Souls game because it's not. It's an action game. Like this was what they worked on before they started doing the whole Dark Souls thing. So that's why I was um, surprised. Yeah, that they actually. Yeah. I was like they made this game because from what I remember, yeah, it was like a straight up action game. 
Yeah, it, yeah, it's more a straight up action game. It's not very, very. It, it is a uh, very tactical, and the idea that like you have to really, you spend so much time like fine tuning, like like a racing game, but you do it for your mech. So you're like fine tuning like every single aspect of how much weight certain like parts of your mech are, how fast is it gonna go, what type of weaponry you're gonna put on the mech, that sort of stuff. So it has that like uh, complexity that like Elden Ring had when it comes to like creating your own character. Feel like it's like that aspect, but with your mech, it has that like depth of customization. But like from a gameplay standpoint, from what I remember, uh, it's not like Dark Souls. So I, I think some people who are like who just recently got onto like the From Software fans who are like, you know, I played Sekiro and I enjoyed it, or I played Elden Ring and I got into it because of Elden Ring. I uh, some of them might just automatically assume, oh, this is From Software, so it must be just uh, a Souls, Cyber Souls, or that's why I've seen some people say or just uh, mislabel it as like some sort of like souls game but so to to answer that question um unless they change the formula completely and after elden ring that could totally happen for all we know because you know they could be totally doing some crazy new stuff with the armor course since it's been such a long time since the last game came out but uh, yeah yeah if you if you're looking for more uh soulsborne got type games one was actually announced during the um the award show the lords of the fallen which i could have swore does this that is related to the OG one. Yeah, the there's a, there's another Lords of the Fallen that came out in 2014. That one was. Is brutal. that a sequel? Like that's what I was confused about. The Lords. I, I googled. Of... So I googled Lords of the Fallen, and it says it's produced by um, Hexworks. Uh, the developer it says it's Deck Thirteen, but it, it says, is. But this Lords of the Fallen is developed by Hexworks. Is that the, that's not the same company, is it? Uh, the CI game, so the publisher, it's the same publisher that published Sniper, those Sniper Ghost Warrior games, mm-hmm. and Lord of the Fallen, which is that. A, so is this whoa. a reboot? Is it is a, a remake? Then yeah, remake a remake a reboot. So the Steam one, at least I'm looking at right now, was Lords of the set. Fallen. It, I think it's a reboot because if you look at the if you go on Steam and you search up Lords of the Fallen, they changed the name of it to now say 2014. So this might be a reboot. This might be like Ooh. okay, we're gonna try it. We're gonna try again. The original doesn't yes. exist. Ooh, okay. okay. Kind of like, uh, <laughs> like they're trying to erase it. Modern Warfare, but... maybe like how they did Modern Warfare. Ooh, this is what that was. Well, if it is a reboot, I hope they do something to make it stand out because I actually remember playing the original one. It was literally just a straight up Soulsborne knockoff. It did Except nothing. It wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, like it didn't do anything to stand out. So it's like I hope they're gonna do something with that. Um, Remnant Two looked cool that they announced. Uh, it's a co-op shooter. Did you play? You played the original Remnant, didn't you? Uh, Ethos. Uh, yeah, I played a little bit. I didn't beat it though, but I did. I did play a. Thank good you for confirming. You don't beat games. Uh, let's see. Here. You're welcome. Let's you can add that. You can. Yeah. You can mark that one as one I didn't beat. I think JG beat it. You played that? You played a game, Jack? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure JG played what? it. Did you play a game? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even, I don't even remember. you beat it. I don't remember Did, if I played this. Somebody I thought in GI actually played it all the way through and beat it. Was it Ace? I thought it was you. No. Mm. It wasn't me. Oh, it yeah, wasn't I didn't, me. I didn't play this one. Yeah, I didn't play I that game. Yeah, I played it, but I didn't I didn't have This sequel looks cool. The first one, it just something about it, it didn't speak to me, but this sequel looks really good. Um Jedi Survivor, that that this man got a beard, so I already know that shit gonna be fire. He's gonna be mad stressed out, and I'm here for it. He uh, definitely looks stressed out. <laughs> the Calcast is coming through. I am really curious to see how this is gonna tie in because they are working within the confines of the original trilogy. There's only so much they can do, so I'm really curious to see how he's gonna shape the story and what role is he gonna play. Um Final Fantasy. I'm surprised they uh I'm surprised they brought back the the blade, the um the hilt. Because only person in Star Wars that's had that weapon is Kylo. 
So mm. it's kind of interesting to see, like, they're kind of, like, retconning it backwards as if, like, you know, I think they were, they've been done that, but they basically are, like, showing, like, oh, no, this type of lightsaber existed even before the sequels. It's just no one apparently used it because they just made it up recently. So that will be cool to see. Yeah, Final Fantasy 16 got a new trailer, too. That should look fire per usual. Um, yeah. Hades 2 look good. It's, it's crazy how quick people forgot the controversy behind that game. Uh, with the, with the Nobody developed. cares at the end no. of the day they're still gonna play it i mean don't get me wrong again what he said was messed up it was totally messed up but we still shit, i said <laughs> shit i criticized when i still said i was playing the game I wait jg you said people on the internet just be talking yes <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy the they were talking about oh cancel this man and da da da, da. i'm like bro you can just criticize right. him call it a day bro like, all right yeah yeah it's always people be crazy y'all care about that at the same time my bad i'm there's one wrong and then still enjoy the product so it looks interesting like i look forward to watching it on youtube but like if like okay if they show new gameplay of it and maybe kojima takes the criticism of why some people didn't like the whole like just delivery man it becomes more i guess more involved instead of walking around if, if that happens then i would give it a shot if like that seems to be like how he takes the direction of the second one but if it's just more delivery man stuff then yeah, I think I'll just watch a YouTube uh, playthrough of it. Mm. I haven't touched him since. Yeah, I'm not touching that shit. I'll watch somebody play it, especially because his games are interactive movies anyway. Uh, new Transformers got announced too. Transformers Reactive. It was actually a lot of games that got revealed. Um, no gameplay was shown. Surprising. But it yeah. was, it, we got a new Transformers game coming. I'm, I'm really curious to see what they do with that. A lot of them have just kind of been like third-person shooters. Um, I would like to see that series dig a little bit deeper especially because they're literally robots they're literally cars that transform into robots i feel like there's a lot more you could do mechanically with that other than just pew 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 or for cybertron was a great game it didn't get it didn't deserve to die like that i think i'm more interested in one because splash damage is doing this one and i'm i'm curious to see because that last one that platinum games did was pretty bad what is splash damage known for Uh, they did dirty bomb Yep, Dirty Bomb. Remember Dirty Bomb? Yeah, they did that. That was their last I don't care they... what you say, TJ. That game was good. It was alright. It was alright. Right, but y'all talking about Dirty you Bomb know like it's crazy. Titanfall or something. No, you know what's crazy? is like I feel like anytime I bring up Dirty Bomb, there's like two camps. Either you think it's fire or you or you just, ah, I, just I, did, I didn't care for it. Like that. that's it. Like those, I've never no, seen someone in the middle. We, we used yeah, to play that game, but it, I feel like we played that we game did. because it was free to play. Like it was just something to play. Yeah. Like I wasn't like in love with that game it was a free-to-play shooter in like 2014 2015 it's it it a, a long time ago yeah you definitely he also made brink and i, yeah. I still i still cave for brink bro. i, I you know i can't i can't it was ahead of his time, time. Was ahead of his time. time. <laughs> exactly i will always push that agenda every second i can oh this is why you can't give old heads a gaming podcast always talking nope. about sega dreamcast and hey you're brink. talking to the person who's still begging <laughs> about titanfall you know it's getting so bad now that when people tweet i someone sent me this tweet they're tweeting now if you could have any game series back what would it be now they're just saying you can't say titanfall like that's how bad it's gotten now. Like now, now apparently Titanfall two uh, gamers are boomers now. Like we're not allowed to. Funny enough, uh, game the gamers YouTube channel they do a lot of like short documentaries. They just dropped a video about the rise and fall of Titanfall today. That's funny. We're talking about that. Wow, it was pretty. It was pretty good. Uh, they make good videos. They make good content. Um, <laughs> but uh, overall, I, overall, I would say there were some solid announcements. There's if you actually play games, I I think there's a little bit here for everybody. Did you, were you excited for Hades? 
Um, I, I never, I never played the original one. Like you know, I don't really like the roguelike games. You're not a real gamer. Hades one was literally one of the greatest. I, I'd argue it's. I didn't say it was bad though. So how am I? A fraud? No, no, I'm not saying. No, I'm saying you're a fraud for not playing it. Only real gamers would play fantastic games would you like would you would you would you say that about the people that are upset that elden ring won game of the year over ragnarok because most of those people i guarantee you did not play elden ring i have no comment on that i mean yeah, <laughs> yeah come on Good come already. on die you on that hill already, <laughs> well i i could die on that hill but, you know, I'm, I'm a, i feel like you know we'll get to that when we get to that you know Jer- you know they're, they're definitely they definitely are drinking you know they're you know probably a little well, that's a perfect uh, you know, segue. Sad. That is a perfect yeah. segue. Let's go ahead and talk about the actual the resor- results from the actual Game Awards show. I'm not going to go all over all this shit, just the stuff that matters. Um, best ongoing game, Final Fantasy 14. I know you like to play that monthly fee, uh, Ethos. So you know, I haven't paid it in six months. So that's another so, game you don't play. Thank I'm you. For hiatus. Con- thank you for confirming that. Um, uh, Marvel. Are you, on, are you waiting on something specifically? Uh, I, I just like there's just so many other games coming out that I just didn't have the time to dedicate like to an MMO. You know, you have to like really dedicate time to it. Mm-hmm. I did it before because there's like no games to play at that time. But now that there's other games, I'm like, all right, put this on pause. Let them like patch, add new stuff to the game. Then I'll go on and binge it. So that's usually what I do. It's usually my pattern. All right. Marvel yeah. Snap won best mobile game. I'm pretty sure I know Chaos, Chaos is super bad. Excited yeah. about that. I was surprised yeah. by Splatoon 3 won in best multiplayer game. I'm, I don't feel like I've really seen anybody talking about that game. Like y'all, y'all heavy on the Splatoon? No, it's no. a very niche audience. So I don't, I don't know where that came from. I heard it's Especially, massive in Japan. I heard Japan loves I mean, it. Just, mm, okay, I can, I can kind of see that. I can. I guess, see that, that's why I've heard. Call of Duty Japan's there, bringing so. Playstations. Okay. Yeah, out of all these, like I. Which is kind of weird. I would have given it to Turtles, to be honest with you. No, I, I think, knew that that wasn't going to win. It was good, but I knew everybody said they loved it. I didn't think there was what, like one what, what, what that Turtles that had. Turtles. What Turtles had working against it is it was a very short game, and I don't know what it is about uh, the gaming community. When a game is short, for some reason, people don't they like to undervalue it. it. Yeah, like for me, it's just uh, like yeah. what's the experience? It was a good multiplayer game, uh, and, well, and I mean, also a good thing. I mean, uh, it's multiplayer, but it's co-op multiplayer. I think that mm-hmm. a lot of people are looking for the PvP aspect of multiplayer. So I think that it automatically got. Why wasn't this a? Uh, why wasn't this like a family game or something? Wouldn't this qualify as like a family game? Uh, like Splatoon? Uh, no, uh, no, it's too much turtles. squirting to be a family no. game. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? I don't understand what yeah, I get did. This, get this man out of here! But um, where's the button? Boom! If, if Overwatch, if Overwatch didn't turn into Overwatch two, I think that that would have been probably the the clear cut. Man, winner. fuck but, that game! Oh, what are y'all saying? Overwatch it's two, that goofy not. ass game. Are you actually arguing it's Call of Duty? Call of Duty deserved it? I would give it to Call of Duty. Yeah, I would give it to Call of Duty. I'm not mad at it. I would have gave it to Call of Duty. Um, That's fair. This year's Call of Duty was good. I don't have no problem saying it. I'm I'm at a point in my life where I'm at peace with Call of Duty. Like, if it's it's good, I'll praise it. If it's bad, you know, keep it moving. But I don't have any emotional stake in that game anymore. According to all the other content creators, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is terrible. Just like every other Call of Duty every single Uh, year. The Warzone is is not that that fun, but the multiplayer is pretty fun to me. Hey, the, you, you know the they be complaining. Nah, you know the big the big stream. You know who I'm talking about. People they're they're already putting the Doomer scenario about getting pissed at Warzone too and shit. Yeah, whatever. That's That'll be on play. the game tomorrow when they boot up their little sad ass stream. Pretty much. Yep. Um, let's see. Best audio design, score, action adventure, narrative that all went to God of War Ragnarok. Um, how y'all feel? Yeah, about I don't think God of War deserved the the musical score. Interesting. What would you would get? I to? think that was recency bias. I truly um, prisoners of the moment. 
Uh, I think it was just recency bias that it got that and that they were just like, oh, just give it to God of War. Because like, I'm going to be honest with you, like uh, uh, for the best score, I would have given it to Metal Hellsinger or mm. uh, shit. I would have given it to Xenoblade 3. I I didn't play the game, but I, I listened to the soundtrack and it was phenomenal. Sorry. Why wasn't Sonic nominated for this? Sonic deserved to at least be on the, on this list, at least. I I heard that too. I heard both of those. Yeah, yeah. They, they were like, okay, Sonic. best score music. You're literally not giving this to the yeah. game that focuses on music. Music helps in your game. Yeah, literally the the yeah. literal one that focuses on music. And uh, you just give it to God of War just because why? Prisoners of the moment. Bayonetta yeah. Bayonetta three got best action game. No surprise there. Um, I guess. What uh, was the other options for that? I can't pull up the the thing from this. Was, um, I'm going through it right it's now. A, it was Call of Duty, Neon yeah. White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Sifu is a close second, but it. I kind of wish Sifu would have got it or Neon White Loki. But I get it. I I get it. Bayonetta three is a masterclass of of action games. I guess. What's the name? Games for Impact goes to As Dust Falls. When that game, when that game won that award, which by the way, Games for Impact, I think what they mean is like games where like your decisions impact your choices. I mean, your choices impact the the game. I mean, or whatever. Um, like I saw a lot of people in the chat like, oh, why does Goofy ass game won? I'm like, that was actually a really good game. Um, the game. Games Loved for Impact it. is basically uh, okay. Yeah, so it seems like it's for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Mm-hmm. The point being, the point I was making is like, I, I really need people to stop commenting on games they ain't played. Don't talk about nothing. If you ain't, you know you ain't touched it, don't comment it on it. That's why I said stop talking about Plague's Tale Requiem. People are like, oh, I and I'm 100% pushing the agenda, JG. Oh, you like you like Plague's Tale Pro, uh, Requiem more than fucking God of War Ragnarok? Cap, cap, cap. Why would I cap about it, bro? I enjoyed the game. It is what it is. I still like God of War Ragnarok. I just like Requiem a little bit better. You're, you're not supposed to, bro. God of War is God of War as Kratos, as Boy in there, and you're not supposed to like anything else, okay? God of War is a game that has rats in it. God of War is this year's <laughs> Uncharted. Motherfuckers who play Call uh, of Duty, uh, 2K, Madden, they play God of War. It's the greatest thing ever. Even well, let me honest with you. Low-key, even from a narrative standpoint, I don't think... Um, I should shut up. I'm pushing I, the agenda, bro. If Elden, if Elden Ring didn't come out this year, I would have said uh, Requiem was game of the year. And I really need I, you two to play I, it. Over, over Elden Ring? It. Or no, no. If Elden, Elden Ring didn't come out this year. Okay. Like, Requiem out came out at the wrong year, but it is an amazing game. That's why I'm going to keep shouting about it. Mm. So I'm going to be honest with you, bro. From a story standpoint, I don't know why, but like God of War Ragnarok just reminds me of like an MCU movie. Like, that's, that's it. I, I just don't. I don't think it's a bad narrative. I don't even think the story's bad. I wouldn't even ever go that far. I think the story's good, but to say it's like the best out of some of the stuff that you play this year, um, I have a strange feeling that I feel like Plague Tale has a better story. I, I don't know. I can't. Burn, but it is the the ending was fucking fire, bro. By the way, you've been describing and like I've watched a little bit. Of, I already watched like a preview of the first one. I, I have a strong inkling that I feel like Plague Tale kind of got robbed there, low key. But I think that's just recency bias. I think a lot of these things that got or got was just recency bias. Um, because it just came out recently. I, I have seen... Um, what do you guys think about this take? So I, I have seen some people try to make a take about the Game of the Year award and a bunch of other awards that basically God of War was doomed to not get it just because... I've heard two takes. So I've heard either A, because people are trying to make the excuse that God of War didn't get it because it came out too late in the year 
and I've seen that, that just, argument. That was a that's a and I'm like argument. I don't I don't think that's no. a good argument because I would argue that gives you more fire because if your game's really good, it's going to be in people's minds and the freshest. Yeah, we so live in the like, we live in the digital yeah. age where everything's moving really quickly. What yeah. have you done for me lately? So it benefits from being fresh in people's benefits. minds. Benefits, yeah. So I don't buy that. But the, the, then I hear the second one was that because it's a console exclusive, that because it's only on one platform, I think it's a little bit of people who are ignorant to like the judging process because I think they believe that like. You know, if there's judges up there that just don't have a PlayStation 5 or a PlayStation 4, they just didn't play God of War Ragnarok, so they just didn't vote for it. But I, I think a lot of people don't understand that a lot of the people who are judges, they probably already own all the consoles and they probably play a majority of the games that are on the list. So I don't know if I really like or the people that are voting in those said categories have played a majority, if not all those games that have been nominated because they're the ones who nominate them in the first place to get into the top five list. So yeah. I don't yeah, like I don't either of those. Either. If yeah. I had to choose, I would go with the latter. Could definitely, definitely not the former. I think that that's that's completely. But do you think? Do you think that actually hurts? Because like that's why I just don't believe that. It's just like, do you actually believe that like because a game is a console exclusive because it's only available on one platform that hurts nah. its chances of being game nah. of the year? Nah. Nah. Okay. Nah. Okay. Because I, okay, okay, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I yeah. think obviously like in the in the general aspect of things, like yeah, if you don't have a PS5 or even a PS4 and don't you know don't want to go down that path that you know you wouldn't be able to play god of war until you know mm-hmm. one two years yeah like how many ps4s are out there it, there's, there's a split, lot there, yeah there's plenty yeah, I mean, of people that can play, play god of war yeah, yeah. if you really I wonder, want to you can still play it because i do see people trying to make the argument and i and I, th- I don't know if it's like if it's like just somebody just people being bad actors or whatever it is but i do see people trying to make the argument that like well the reason why elden ring had such a massive you know everybody was you know massive impact was because it was a multiplayer and because you could play it on pretty much everything um and that's what contributed to it compared to god of war why god of war kind of no. was like it happened and it just disappeared but i feel like god of war was hyped up like really a lot it wasn't like as much as elden ring was or like cyberpunk but it was definitely like i'd say it's, it was close to cyberpunk's hype but people were like very looking forward to it for like multiple years they, they got mad when they delayed it so i mean i don't think Ragnarok Ragnarok is probably my third favorite game of the year. I don't want anybody thinking that it's a bad game. I do still like the game, but it has some glaring issues. And in my opinion, the biggest problem with the game is it doesn't lean into its strengths. This is I don't feel like a god. It's man of war puzzle rock. Uh, I'm just constantly getting I'm like, bro, at what at what point? I feel like they should have focused a little bit more on the combat. Like you're, they're reusing animations. You're doing a lot of the same things you did in 2018. So like for me, it doesn't hit have the same impact that it had in 2018. Uh, so it doesn't lean into its strengths. I think that's its biggest problem. It, it tried to expand the scope a little bit too much. And I think if they would have trimmed down the fat, I think it would have been a little bit more concise versus Elden Ring. I think the reason why it had such a crazy impact and because I'm like, I'm like literally writing a script about this right now for people who don't understand. Um, it harkens back to like the playground days. I think one of the things um, with video games nowadays is the Internet ruins everything. Uh Literally, the, God of War Ragnarok. literally, literally yeah, the day really God of War Ragnarok came out, there, a full playthrough spoilers. was on the internet, spoilers and the yeah, thumbnail and stuff crazy, like that. Yeah. That did not happen with Elden Ring. It had this vast, expansive world full of lore and all different times. You can. It, it reminded me a lot of Pokemon Red and Blue. You remember being on the playground? Um, yeah. When and like, I remember kids coming up to me be like, "Yo, there's this like virus in the game called Masingo." That's the kind of vibe mm, that I, I got. That. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got with Elden Ring, where it was like, "Yeah, certain things were uploaded, but it was so much content in the game. You had to talk to your friends. You had to watch YouTube videos. You, everybody's build was different." Um, imagine, imagine for the 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 two K the two K niggas. <laughs> imagine playing a two K where you go into the city and nobody's build is like yours. That's literally Elden Ring. Add an open, expansive world like Zelda. 
bunch of boss fights that really challenge you a lot of unique gameplay mechanics it, it just had so much going for it that is just not there in ragnarok and like the only thing that i can come up with of why like ragnarok fanboys have a hard time wrapping their brain around this is they did not play the game and i'm not saying every one of them but like i really do feel like there's no way for me to prove this, but a lot of you Ragnarok like, fanboys are the same as Uncharted yeah. fanboys. They play Call of Duty, Madden 2K. So when they play mm. something like Ragnarok, it blows right. their mind, basically. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think, um, I mean, we've talked about this a couple times over the couple of years of how uh, it seems like there's like there's been a shift. Obviously, the game has got more popular. And the reason it's got popular is because of like what those games that you listed, right? Like the big games that like people are like household names now, right? Like like everybody in the household knows what Call of Duty is. You know, your 2K, Madden, you know, FIFA. Like they play these games every year. They'll pick them up because, you know, that's just your dog good? He... Okay, I was making sure he was good. He's uh, he, 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 he a little special. He playing with his bone. Right. He a little special. He <laughs> okay, right. okay. I was making sure he got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, uh, like what you said, right? Like, then they they transition over to like maybe a, another game because uh, you know, or like a PlayStation exclusive, like Uncharted or something like that, because you know, oh, it's on my PlayStation Five or on my PlayStation Four, and that's kind of what the group is talking about right now. So I'll give it a shot, and they play it, and because the presentation is very like built up to this insane level. Um, and to be fair, I feel like God of War suffers from a lot of handholding. There's a lot of handholding in God of War Ragnarok um, from like puzzling and just like kind of very linear in its way. Dude, you, that, you, like, you, it's very easy for you, you to find just a get puzzle. Into it and play. You find a puzzle within five to ten seconds, a trace or whoever's there. Hey, why don't you, you think about moving that lever? Like, God damn, can yeah. I play the game? That shit is irritating. And me. it's and it's drastically different from Elden Ring, where it was just like. Do you remember when we? You, you remember when you first started the game and you left the the graveyard and you you opened a limb grave and you're just like, what the? Do whatever like, you, you want. Don't, just, you don't know what world, to do. Yeah, yeah you and you're just. Do. It's like a complete like 180 from like what God of War does. Like if this was God of War, like it would have been like you know the first NPC right there would have gotten your attention. There would have been a cutscene for five minutes, and it would have told you go this way, and you would just gone up uh, the hill to where you're supposed to. Right. It's just being that type of game where, like what you said, TBH, just the mystery aspect. Some people in our Discord even said it was like, I'll be honest with you, they, they all said they were like, there was only one game where we actually made a text channel for it. And we were all constantly contributing to that channel. And it wasn't God of War. And I was like, yeah, that's that's true. It's just that level of communication and mystery. It plays that, to like your said, imagination. I that, that, yeah, that's I that's when I knew either. I really liked Elden Ring because it's like, yeah, the boss fights were challenging. But it's like if you go back and watch a lot of my clips, there's moments where like I'm just like hiding in a bush. I'm getting in character and I'm just yeah. playing. playing role playing, yeah, I'm like role playing yeah. in the game, just acting goofy. I'm like it, it, it made me feel like a kid again. It was a moment. Yeah. Um, and Ragnarok is just another solid PlayStation exclusive, but it's nothing mind-blowing about it in my opinion um yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that like that that's that's, that's another, the worst part that, that's, that's another part. conversation that's i feel like we need to have it's part, gotten to yeah. the point where it's like yo it's god of war ragnarok is my third favorite game of the year what the fuck is wrong with people are sending yeah. death threats and all this other. i'm like yo it's gotten to the point where you can't even share your opinion bro at the end of the day i can't can't stress enough we're just talking about video games, video games. it's yeah. all i only good. poke fun because it makes y'all mad and i don't understand this <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> it's just funny i can't relate to why y'all get mad about it i, I mean it really it. is just uh it's it's a whole syndrome with this only fanboys. like they literally just cannot think outside of the box anything 
that you can play on something else, anything that's a multi-plat, is automatically going to get discredited in their in their opinion. Like they were waiting on God of War Ragnarok for four years. It finally came out. They weren't even sure if it was gonna come out. We were talking about that literally all this year. They weren't even sure if it was gonna come out this year, but they were already saying if this game comes out, game this is gonna be the game of the year. We're gonna have some of the best boss fights you've ever seen. It's gonna be so innovative. Like they were just making up so many scenarios in their head and they wanted it to be true but as soon as someone pushes back on their opinion after actually playing the game after actually seeing things in the game then there's a problem then oh you're an idiot you're a doofus you didn't play the game you didn't understand the game like it just it like all the name calling the personal insults start to come out and it's very weird i don't get it but you can like all of these games but you can also have a favorite and it doesn't have to be what you've been hyping up what you've been propping up for four years it's okay ragnarok has some pacing issues like the 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 opening like couple hours of the game was fucking fuego and then after that like there's just like moments where i'm just like why am i do i'm a fucking god why am i doing this bro this motherfucker's doing all these goofy ass puzzles and shit like that i'm just like bro and why i said i preferred requiem over ragnarok i really need you two to play this the the puzzles in that game are contextual they apply to everything that's going on and progressing the story and then also they were very unique a lot of the stuff in ragnarok repeats itself and that's why also it's very boring it's like i fought the same boss like four times in a row i'm doesn't even change the attack yeah yeah and i'm just like where is the same thing I said in the last podcast? Where's the energy Where's for reusing energy? animations? Y'all did that against Horizon Forbidden West, but not God of War. Just just and recognize your bias. Sony games. They're both <laughs> yeah. Sony games. And they're both Sony games. games. I like, do that. Yeah. Recognize your bias. Know. But I if don't anything know how else, it yeah. became an issue. But yeah. Any other game done that? Nobody yeah. else said it. it was the same chess puzzles from 2018. It Literally the same, same. The same puzzles where you have to. Uh, the destroy the the red things uh you know throw them in succession in order yeah. to to open up the webs or whatever so like it, it literally is the same reuse assets and again there's nothing wrong oh, with that. it per se but yeah. when it interferes with you progressing through the story and getting to the next part that's when i really found it to be an issue because i'm like again why is this here this doesn't need to be here in order for me to continue mm. but you just threw this here to make me stop for another one to two minutes just to complete it and move on or if i you know if i really really want that chest to get that upgrade then i have to do it and i'm going to sit here for another two minutes just to complete it and, and to be fair to the, to the funny part too is um elden ring has puzzles in it that's the crazy part. It's like some people like actually go as far as to say like Elden Ring doesn't have any puzzles in it or something like that. But like it did have puzzles. Like there was a, I think you remember, remember that whole thing with like there was like four or five towers and you had to do certain things. Or if you need to get into the academy, you had to figure out like that was a whole puzzle where you had to figure out like, yeah. you know, how to get access to that. And that was the thing. It was like what you said, TBH. It reminds me of uh, what you're talking about like with Requiem. Reminds me so much about why I love Titanfall 2 was because Titanfall 2 was, sh- its campaign was short, but the thing about it was every single 30 minutes, the game had you doing something different and nothing felt like it was just you repeating the same thing over and over again there was always a new every, puzzle every new chapter level in requiem like introduced yeah, a new gameplay mechanic it that's was fine yeah that, that's good that showed me that like you're showing me just straight up quality and you're not trying to pad the game we're not trying it, it respects your times like hey this is it you know here's our cool little gimmicks that we're going to show you for every 30 minutes you're going to see a new gimmick we're going to throw in there and then you combine them all together and show that you've mastered the game at the end cool that's what makes a great campaign in my mind but like with god of war and i agree with you on that point it's just like that stupid thing with the you have to pull the wheel back 
and then you got to throw your axe at the thing to freeze the gate. That was used so much. Using yeah. like that and just the, 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 the what you said, JJ, the fire stuff. It was just stuff where it was just like, it was just thrown in there. And there was just certain parts of the of the of the game where like even it was like when you had to go back to the elves play uh elves um playing and it's the same it's literally the same level that was 2018 they just reversed it so instead of you going i think you went up the tower right you went up the tower when you were playing 2018 in this one you go down the tower and they just reversed the the, the building because now it's different elves i think it's cool thematically but like it's like okay you do this and then you allow us to just like reflect stuff off of a you know a piece of of uh glass which we've done in like multiple bolts of games before i'm telling so. you i'm telling you i'm yeah. not saying this is gonna happen but i'm saying do not be surprised like five ten years down the road when we look at things because like a lot of times we're prisoners of the moment in this social media mm-hmm. era yeah when we look back five ten years from i don't be surprised if the narrative changes on ragnarok you know 2018 was really good it was like refreshing i think we were gonna think 2018 was better i, I really think ragnarok was cool but it wasn't as yeah. good as like i thought maybe like because like listen i loved sonic adventure 2 as a kid i played that like three years ago recently the shit sucks bro uh and i'm not saying i don't think god of war will be at that point never i would never say it sucked uh but i I think people are gonna look back retrospective and be like "Eh, it was all right it wasn't Mm. as good as maybe i thought at the time um and And when you talk about and when you talk about moving the needle and talk about game of the year like really think about it in five years from now when we think about like what games are going to be thought about and developed in the next five years yeah six years (laughs) well not even that i'm talking about like new releases like developers like they look back at everything that's come out in the past three years and then they start developing these brand new games for like what we'll play in like five years like how many games do you think are going to be inspired by god of war ragnarok and then how many games do you think are really going to be inspired by Elden Ring? like imagine Mm. like think about how many open world games are going to literally try to copy from software's uh formula like wouldn't surprise me if zelda wouldn't literally would not surprise me if if nintendo literally because they delayed zelda they they saw Elden ring and they were just like yo we gotta add stuff like that into our game and and it wouldn't surprise me if zelda comes out and it it feels just like Elden ring and what happened on the switch they got to put out a switch pro not gonna happen on the switch (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's gonna definitely be a mess performance wise but uh Elden ring suffered at uh, optimization (laughs) do when it first nah, came they out. They're going to get their Steam Deck mod and there you yeah, go. Yeah, I'm going to play that shit on Steam Deck, allegedly. Yeah, they're, um, out there fixing Pokemon because they can't fix their own games. It is uh-huh. what it is. Uh, before we wrap up this uh, Game of the Awards, uh, Game Awards conversation, Sorry, any any favorite moments uh, from, from, the, from the show? <laughs> let's let's get into my favorite moment. The Sonic fans, Sonic fans. Oh, I'm man. talking to you right now. Come on, you were on trial. We were talking about somebody else. We were on trial soon. Sonic fans, you were on trial. Okay, I get it. The agenda was being pushed. You all voted for Sonic. You nominated it, but Jeff Keighley went on the stage, and that man said, "After all the votes were tallied, and after we got rid of the bots." <laughs> Guess who won? Genshin. Impact. Hold on, can we can, we can we dial it back and give context? Because not everybody's like really pays attention to like gaming news. So just give a little bit more context. There's a fan vote con- uh, section in the Game Awards, and during the week leading up to the Game Awards, it was trending on Twitter all throughout the week. Hashtag Sonic Sweep because the Sonic fans were going crazy, voting for Sonic Frontiers to be the fan favorite game. They were bragging they were gonna win Sonic Sweep, Sonic Sweep. And then Jeff Keighley gets on stage and is like, nah, y'all use bots. And then who won? Was it Genshin Impact, I think? Yep, Genshin Impact. (laughs) They say Genshin literally said, we'll be damned if Sonic wins. And they teamed up to to knock Sonic out. That was, that's crazy spite. That is crazy. As a furry cheaters. 
why why was that even nominated that that game it's it's fan nominated so but shouldn't it be from games this year why 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 is it a game that came out like two three years ago why is it even i mean it's still relevant they just dropped a big update i don't know why is final fantasy 14 still on like what are you talking about ongoing so i guess but okay I'm just saying. Yeah, I feel like I don't like how you. I don't like how you try to throw 14 in, under the bus like that. But. Whatever. You, whatever. You don't even play that game. You don't whatever. play no games. Uh, whatever. I, whatever. I just think it's hilarious. Like whenever I when I when I stream Sonic Frontiers and I was like, eh, it's all right. Like I'll beat it when I get to it. Like, but it's not that great. Sonic Frontiers is great. The Sonic community is really loving it. It seems like the Sonic community does love it, but nobody else is talking about it. And then on top of that, y'all don't even play the game. Y'all too busy botting the damn votes. And then on top of that, you didn't win. So it just reinforces the concept that Sonic fans are fucking losers and to add insult to injury let me go ahead and pull this article up to add insult to injury you know what else happened in the sonic community the co-creator of sonic has been reportedly arrested for insider trading involving a final fantasy game bro this man was ready to run fast to the fucking stock market baby apparently he got some inside information about an upcoming final fantasy game he said oh that shit sound lit let me invest in that. And they said, whoa, 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 whoa. Put the cuffs on his ass, bro. So what's going on, man? What's going on with the Sonic community? He needs to be on. shamed, honestly. That's a, you know, that's that's called a uh, you know, the white collar crimes. And uh Shit, yeah, crazy. you trying to you trying to get you some money, brother. Uh you do some things that people did it. You got the tip. You tried to, hey, to make some uh, some plays. He got the stock tip. Oh uh about what, what was going on. He made a play and uh and he got caught. He needs to get shamed for it because we shame people for everything else. But why don't we shame people for white collar crimes too? It's crazy, it's crazy. So Sonic community, y'all down bad, y'all in shambles, man. Hopefully y'all can get some DLC to ease the mind for Sonic Frontiers or something like that. But y'all didn't yeah, win. They didn't even uh I mean going back to what Etho said, like for the score and music, like Sonic didn't get nominated for anything. So why would he? The one I mean, I mean, I, the music I was good. The yeah, music I mean, was but, good, but literally, it was I, I can, good. Can, it was good. It was yeah, good. I, but I can understand why show. you know the Sonic, Sonic fans were like, music. "Look, we need to get something in here, right? Like, we need to get something to to, to tell show everybody yeah. we're here, yeah. Yeah. we're here, baby." And they tried, and they they, nah, they were mine, bro. They were doing a little too much yeah, with that award. Whooped by the anime fans, bro. Yeah. It is what it is, man. Maybe next year. I mean, Sonic came out, what, November? That's like late in the year. Can he be nominated for next year? No. No. Uh, yeah, got a war got I mean, nominated, too. So yeah, it came out literally a day before. Yeah, got a war, so yeah. no. It's, oh, it's, yeah, uh, DOA, DOA. DOA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is, uh, once again, we got Horizon Zero Awards. Twice. Uh, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it wasn't gonna win anything. Uh, the Bruh. problem, the problem with Horizon, could have got art direction. That's the crazy part. I would have given it art direction as a pity. I would have given because it, it is a pretty game. It's a pretty game, game, and it's, it's actually a, a good game. If like you can catch it on sale, it's just like it's a solid eight. It just didn't do anything to like reinvent the wheel. Like it literally it's felt crazy. like more of the first got, game. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I, I can't believe that. Like when I got shown, I, re- I really was like, whoa! I forgot this game came out. Like, it's kind of wild that it just became that, like, poof. Like, Well, you got to keep in mind, you got to keep in mind that it came out around the same time as Elden Ring. It got buried. Um, yeah, but, like, I would have thought, like, maybe. To the point where later, but on some, on some uh, G4 insider shit, I remember around the time Horizon Forbidden West was coming out, they were uh-huh. handing out review codes like candy 
And from my understanding, it was because they were worried about Elden worried Ring. Worried about Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were giving everybody um, codes. And I mean, I remember thinking, I was like, nah, like, I don't think it'll get buried. I didn't, at the time, I didn't think Elden Ring would be that big. I thought it would be, because at that time, Soulsborne games were still a niche. But I think Elden Ring kind of pumped them into the mainstream um, when, it, when it started going viral. So it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Uh, a couple other things I wanted to mention before we move on. Best adaption. There you go. Arcane League of Legends one. I know this your stuff ethos. I it's wish Cyberpunk show. won, but I would have. Oh, I kind of wanted Cyber. I kind of wanted Cyberpunk to win. I kind of. Okay, so like, yeah, a little bit. Little yeah. I, got a little bit. I got a question. The the Mario movie comes out in April next year. If Mario doesn't win Best Adaptation next year, do you think that'll cause a problem? Is there anything else coming out that's? I don't Ed? know. I know that yeah, I Dragon know Age video uh, game thing. Dragon Age is coming out in, or it already did, I think, on Netflix. So Dragon Age has an anime. Uh, what else? Mm, yeah, I don't you know. know. Oh, uh, Sonic yeah, Prime. Sonic Prime's coming out, right? Oh, Sonic. yeah, that Sonic one. Yeah, maybe Sonic you guys want to work for that. Oh, there's a next chance. All right. Yeah, there, there you go. go. That's your next chance to get something. I mean, I mean, the movies is better than the games, so I mean, maybe the TV show will be too. Yeah, true. That's yep. true. And then uh, content creator of the year. Yeah, you know, I took a look at that list. Who won that? I don't uh, know. They, Who, uh, they put they put the in there because I know that he's. You Did know, he win off the internet now? No, Ludwig won. Damn, that's crazy, bro. But you know, it's one person who he won the streaming, but he went on this list, and that's Kai. That's I think yeah. That that's kind of been, at least been a nominee on the list, but. I don't even know who Carl Jacobs is. Who's Carl Jacobs? Yeah, I don't know who Carl Jacobs. I, is. I don't know who Carl Jacobs. Boy, I don't no know who Nobru is. Know yeah, is. I know I've Kitty seen. Is. Yeah, I've seen her name, and I've seen Ludwig. Yeah, yeah. So they own that again. But oh, he's politics as usual. Da, 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 da. I ain't watching none of that shit. So hold on, everybody. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some actual games since the last podcast. Um, we talked about the multiplayer on the last podcast. We was like, oh, Warzone's coming out. Warzone has dropped. Warzone 2.0 has dropped since the last podcast. I know we've all spent a little bit of time on the new Call of Duty BR mode. Warzone 2.0 features a new map. It's fucking huge. Um, and all the guns from the multiplayer. And I mean, it's 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 BR. In uh, the Gulag now, it's now 2v2 instead of 1v1. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a new map. Yeah. So uh, how you feel about the new map, Jay? Um, new map is all right. Um, I think I like it a little bit better than than the last one. I think really? my favorite part about Warzone though is definitely the uh, proximity chat. The proximity chat is literally the only reason why I play the game now. Because first of all, like people are not muting their mics, and I still need confirmation on this. So all my console people, uh, put it in the chat. If you play on console, is there a way to disable your mic from proximity chat? Like if you're not in the party, because I need to know. Because you all literally snitching on yourselves because you're talking. I'm like, well, someone's near us. And then we just go and just get into a battle. It's actually pretty freaking hilarious doing that. But, like, I, I think that, that that definitely gets another aspect. Like, gets people actually fighting. Because you hear somebody talking, like, oh, somebody's near me. So, I need to pull up on them or make sure that I don't get pulled up on and get shot at. So, I think that that's literally one of the main aspects that I like about Warzone. Because other than that... I didn't really like the first Warzone. I know that it you know, ended up having a lot of hackers and stuff like that. So it just really wasn't a fun experience. But I think literally because of proximity chat. Um and you know, a couple of small changes like uh like the perks. 
um you can only pick certain perk packages you can't make your own perk packages um i, I do like the gulag how you don't even have to kill each other um the 2v2 aspect you can just like you know destroy the warden and then everybody gets free so like little things like that i do like but the game is still unoptimized i don't know what they're doing with warzone those servers are still pretty trash and whatever the latest update did they broke it even more like I have a, a 3090, right? And I'm lagging when I'm in the airplane. Like, Damn. what the hell is going on? Ain't that on? your I second 3090? No, no, this one works, though. This one is good. This one is but good. No, I just need you to confirm whether or not. Is that your first or your second 3090? Don't worry. Don't worry. The EVGA one was crazy. No, but no, I'm not even trying to make no jokes because that's not cool. It's expensive. But at least you have, like, a fair excuse of why you don't beat your games because you can't play them. This freaking guy. Anywho, uh, we're going to ignore him, Ethos. We because we know the struggle. You and me, we know the struggle. <laughs> yeah. the oh, that's right. Oh yeah, don't you got no, a thirty ninety two, Ethos? No, don't you I got, don't. That's no, crazy. No, you don't no, play no games either. That's no, crazy. No, I don't. I do not have a thirty ninety. Now you you need that thirty ninety to keep you warm out there in Michigan, nah, fake ass Canada. Shit, I mean, wrong. <laughs> it's, it's cold as hell. What's the name? Um, overall, what's on this cool though? It's cool. Yeah, uh, I don't like the new map. It's it's too big. I, I I feel like we spend more time just running around. Like the only reason I'm actually enjoying it to some degree is because of the proximity chat. And to answer your question, Jay, I think I don't know if the mic is always on, but like if for me, I know I talk on the mic a lot just to like troll and maybe other people are doing that. Like, cause like there's times where we were playing on stream and I'm like, I'll literally talk open on the mic. All right, team, let's go left. And then I get off the mic. I'll be like, all right, we going right. Just so you like mess with them, bro. So it's like <laughs> people could be messing with you like on some mind game shit because you know that's what the, the whole community is. But the proximity chat is great. When that dude came down and said, fuck you, Siggy. Like I felt that, <laughs> I, felt, I, I felt that, bro. I was like, man, he's really passionate. We got to take him out. I, I don't know if this has longevity. Um, from what I've seen on t Twitter, it seems like the community is kind of split down the middle. There seems to be a sentiment that some people really don't like it and some people just kind of think it's all right, uh, which I'm surprised because I thought Warzone might be next for like BRs, especially because like Apex feels like it's, I haven't even touched the new season. I have not even been on the new map. seems like a, that's kind of dwindling a little bit, but I don't know. I, 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 maybe like in a couple months, I have a more definitive answer, but right now I, I don't know if this has longevity. What about you, Ethos? Oh, well, I did a video for a uh, website to do first impressions on it. But I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. Um, I think, I don't know. I, I like that it's a little bit slower, a little bit more grounded. Uh, I feel like that's kind of been missing in a lot of our uh, BRs lately. I think uh, Apex has kind of taken the whole fast pace thing. And that's kind of why I've gotten sick of Apex. I got tired of the whole <laughs> five people jumping you simultaneously with all this crazy speed and momentum. Um, so it's been nice to actually play a BR where I don't have five teams converging on me and trying to murder me when they hear gunshots um that's the nice little change of pace i think uh i do agree with you about the longevity of like you know how long would this really last for some people already don't like that they kind of nerfed a lot of the movement mechanics uh, i think the gulag changes are kind of cool um but yeah i, I mean i kind of feel like i've kind of tired out on brs so. agreed just like, eh, okay, cool. Something just to play with the boys every once in a while, but I'm not really. Multiplayer you know. feels refreshing and like to just hop on and play some games and get off. Like, eh. yeah. BR is too much of a time investment. It feels like just to get yeah. clapped, shot in the back. Are we like thinking now that the BR, uh, BR genre is like just dead at this point? Like, are we just kind of done with BRs? Are we ready to move on to what's next? The next trend is? That's the question. What's I next? Mean, we have space, <laughs> space combat, mm. uh, whatever space game. We still have survival games. Apparently, uh, I mean, the video game award showed us that a lot of games are going back to the medieval uh, time. So I don't know what that's really about, but 
um i don't know like as far as like the actual genre but i think just the the overall uh set pieces we're doing medieval in space that's kind of like the uh the realms that we're stuck in but i don't know what the next actual game genre is going to be i think uh quality single player experiences are coming back full circle because remember like the last five years like executives are talking about oh single player games are dead because like esports is the future and that's a whole different conversation in itself uh most of these esports teams is not making money so i don't know about all that um so i think single player experiences and maybe even co-op might come back like full circle because like i have seen a sentiment on twitter like prominent like uh content creators talking about like they feel like they don't have no games to play and like i'm like what are you talking about i got too many games to play uh and i'm and then i think i seen you tweet about it too ethos is like yo you guys gotta like open up your mind i promise if you just stop playing first person shooters there are plenty of games like there's a new final fantasy that just came out was not new it's a remake of a crisis core on psp it looks fire Callisto Protocol, all that's getting like mixed reviews. There's tons of games to play. Hit your backlog. Uh, do you have any idea, any any guesses where a potential trend could go, Ethos? Uh, I don't really know, to be honest with you. Like, what's the next thing? I think we're going to see maybe a lot of like Elden Ring inspired type games, I think, in the next five years. I think that's the only thing I can kind of predict right now. Um, in the multiplayer space, I what i'm thinking is like right now valorant's kind of dominating that i think that kind of space right now from like an esports standpoint so i don't but the thing is i don't think valorant like in csgo type games work that well from a console standpoint so i don't think you're gonna i, I don't know i i just I, I don't know it's weird i just don't know maybe there's gonna be some new type of shooter type multiplayer experience that's gonna be in a you know created just like how vrs just came out of you know you know came out after you know people just started experimenting so who knows maybe someone wants something new feels like gaming's in in a limbo right now we're waiting for that next what's the next big what's the next thing i'd say it's limbo from a multiplayer standpoint it's like you know a lot of people are just regurgitating a lot of multiplayer stuff that's like been popular like multiplayer stuff i think overwatch 2 is a good example of that like that came out was just like whatever like people were just over it like the moment it came out um that kind of shows because i remember when that game first came out that that was the big thing that was the big multiplayer thing and now we're kind of seeing that thing where like we're in this little stage where everyone's just dropping sequels and just updated versions of their current games so you know who knows um i I really feel like there's like maybe some some shooter under development that i'm just not thinking of i'm thinking like maybe that one shooter with the crazy destruction in it what was that called Oh, that year. one that the, the X dot dice devs, uh, the final, I think yeah, it was maybe called? like, final, maybe yeah, like big destruction is coming back. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe destruction might be the key. Maybe the space thing that you just talking about zero, zero G seems like some people are trying to experiment with that, but yeah. All I know is it's not going to be arena shooters. Mm. Yeah, people are, I don't think are going to that I mean, there's too. one multiplayer game that came out. I mean, a lot of people are not going to play it because it is very niche. But Ethos, you did get to play it. Talking a little bit about that uh, good old Need for Speed Unbound. Uh, the soundtrack was produced by ASAP Rocky. It's got, now got a lot of the little anime special effects and crazy customization. Not only your, your vehicle, but your character. It's open world um can't get out the car but you know driving around the city it takes place in a certain section i think flock said lakeshore in chicago yeah it's uh, lakeshore it's not it's not where oh, it's not anywhere near old block but it looked nice um what's the name you really enjoy this game i think you were really singing the praises i think you, yeah you were the reason i even got on it uh you and flock kept talking about it what specifically do you like about it because i'm not I'm, I'm not gonna lie i haven't played need for speed in a while 
Um, yeah, I'm not like a huge Need for Speed person. Like I played a couple of them. Like I played Rivals. I think that was the last Need for Speed I played was Rivals. I tried to play Heat, but I couldn't get into it. And I tried when they tried to reboot it. I tried to play the reboot, couldn't get into it. The last time I really sinked a lot of time into it was Rivals. And then I played, of course, all the like the undergrounds and stuff like that uh, back in the day. Uh, I think it's just the identity. I, I really think it's just the art style, the artistic, like how they artistically did this game. It has a lot of personality and has a lot of character. Then I think like the last game, couple games had um, kind of gives it that unique identity marker, um, you know, uh, to also the soundtrack, I think plays a big factor into that as well. And uh, it just feels good. Like just from a, just the, the car feel, the game feel of the game, it just feels really good. To like, you know, I really get that need for speed when I play it. So I, I really just, it comes down to like, <laughs> no, you had a terrible joke. I could have a, a terrible joke. No, that was way worse. Yeah, I just really no, get the need for speed was, when I play no, this baby. Yours was, worse. Yours, was worse. yours was by far worse. But uh, no, I, I just, I just think it's a very well-made game that uh, I was surprised by it because I didn't have any expectation for it. So I just went into it and was like, oh, wow, this is actually really good. And I've been enjoying it. I haven't had time to play the online, though, unfortunately. I've just been playing the story mode. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, soundtrack's fire. I think it's just like a vibe if you know you had a long yeah, day at work well. and you want to hop around and, and do some donuts. Uh, and the whip and the customization is crazy. I, I agree. Like The art style is, is fire. I don't know how long I'll play this. Uh, but it, it's definitely something if like you're into racing games. I was surprised. I thought Need for Speed was more arcadey, but it's kind of somewhere in the middle between like arcade and sim. Uh, it takes a little bit of skill to play this. Uh, that's how long it's been since I played Need for Speed. Cause I was like, yo, I thought this was like super arcadey. But don't come into this thinking that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to hit the brake a little bit and and, and, and drift a little bit. But it's all right. You gotta learn to drift. Yeah. It's drift. um, isn't it on um? It's free, right? On um, Game Pass, I think for like the first. Uh, if you have the- yeah, I think Flock said if you have the Game Pass, you get a 10-hour trial so you can try it out for yourself. Uh, and if you have, of course, that EA Play Pass, basically, their EA Play or Game Pass, you basically get it for free if you have the, like, $15 one. There you have it, folks. Check it out if you want to. Need for Speed Unbound is out right now. Um, another game that's out right now, I know me and Jay have both played this. It is called Evil West. Uh, this is a new third-person action game. Not really adventure, just straight-up action um you play a cowboy who kills vampires and you gotta do all these crazy combos and you get guns and you get to juggle the enemy um i've got maybe like four hours on this game and i gotta say i actually i enjoyed it it kind of reminds me of like those and I, i've been saying this like we need more like b-tier games it reminds me of like those a lot of those little quirky goofy b-tier games that would come out on the xbox 360 where it wasn't like some shovelware trash but it wasn't like a triple a game but if you're looking for just a fun third person action game where you get to pull off combos it feels almost like a mix between like gears of war and like devil may cry uh because like the weight of the character and it has co-op by the way too um this game might be for you especially if you can catch it on sale like i I feel like this is a game that's going to go under a lot of people's radar and next thing you know it's going to be on steam sale for the low low how you feel how'd you feel about evil west when you got a chance to play with it jay yeah, I thought the gameplay was dope, um, especially as you start leveling up, getting more guns. Like, you even have, like, a special move where, like, you supercharge your your arm and, like, you kind of turn into Sonic a little bit. Like, it's kind of reminds me of, like, you're just going through, like, just, yeah, it was just, like, slipping through, like, being, like, a, a lightning king or something. 
Uh, so it was dope. I, I definitely enjoyed the uh, the gameplay. Um, I thought that you know it, at certain points it kind of you know got a little bit cheesy. And you were kind of doing this you know the same things over and over. But I think that the game is kind of like forcing you as you end up buying more moves. I didn't even know that it was gonna have to have like a skill tree and things that you can buy and whatnot. You know, upgrading your guns, upgrading your character and stuff. Um, so once you like get more moves, like it kind of it, it's like incentivizing you to do more moves and uh, do different moves and chain combos and stuff. Like you have a you know a system kind of like you know devil may cry or whatever that you know it kind of judges like you know what you're doing and you know grades you as you know uh as your uh your performance and whatnot the story though like if you're into story game just forget it like it's it's not anything that you're going to be like Very oh cheesy. this is freaking amazing yeah it's it's cheesy as hell like they call the vampires ticks like like but my thing is like i'm yeah. pretty sure they're making it cheesy on purpose like so if you like that stuff like it's i think it's supposed to be campy like bro, you're 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 working for you know you have Abraham Lincoln like they made references to Abraham Lincoln. Do you remember Abraham Lincoln the Vampire Slayer? Like this yes. <laughs> yeah. it was kind of like that. Like it's you know just cheesy as hell. Like Abe, Abe Lincoln killing zombies. Like it's 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 I mean oh, vampires. It's ridiculous. But you know it's stuff like that. Like so don't take it serious. Don't go into the game uh, thinking that the story is gonna you know drive you. It's gonna be you know game of the year or anything like that. But I just think if you just want like a straight you know just action uh you know type of game where you shoot and you know punch a bunch of vampires and you know and you cool meet abilities. different enemies and, and try to figure out you know the best ways to kill them like I think it's a, it's a good time and it's short like then you say like it was only around like eight hours yeah like, it's short and it's and it's linear too so like you're not gonna there's a little bit of exploration because you're gonna oh there's like environmental damage that's cool uh, y'all can't see the footage on the record you'll see it later anyways uh, yeah uh, there's yeah there's uh, environmental damage and then I lost my fucking train of thought what was I saying before I said the, the, the damn footage just Distracted me. I wish I could have saw that. <laughs> um, I, whatever. The game's cool. The game's cool. Uh, short. It's linear. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's linear. So you know, it's you're not gonna get lost. There's a little bit of exploration. Like you know, there'll be like little corners and crevices where if you make the right turn, if you're paying attention, you'll find like little collectibles or like upgrades. Money upgrades. Yeah, but it's nothing. It's you, you, I never caught myself getting lost in this game. Basically, it's pretty straightforward going down the corridor. And if you want a game like that, because you know you work a nine to five where you just want to come home and have some fun and not have to be super invested, like in hour long 45 minute long br match in, in warzone or something like that this might be the game for you especially because i'm pretty sure this game is going to be on sale soon because most people don't even know it exists but it, it doesn't it's, mean it's a bad game it's, all, it's already 50 dollars, so it's not even a full 60 or 70 dollars uh, retail it's only 50 there you go there you go so that is evil west if you guys want to check it out it's out now pretty much on every major platform um one game that's only available on one platform um the phoenix rises ladies and gentlemen uh it's called predecessor this is a remake of uh paragon um fun fact when paragon servers collapsed uh the developers epic games uh, the creators of fortnite they released all the assets to paragon to the wild so anybody can use them including you um and some fans of the game got together and formed their own studio called ometa studios and they started working on putting together their own creation, their own version of Paragon because they wanted to see it live on. Um, and now it's finally entered early access. It's available on Steam right now. They have plans to come to console eventually. There's actually controller support in this early access version on PC. Uh, but it's just not available uh, right now on console. There will be cross-play. Uh, some changes because it's not exactly like Paragon. So some changes. The card system is gone. They now use a traditional item shop. So if you fuck up your build, that's your fault. 
Um, also, everybody spawns with an Omni Potion, which heals your mana and your health, as well as wards and a blink. So if you get caught lacking by a ganker, that's your fault because it gives you wards. And then also you have the option to teleport. You can use it on offense or defense. Uh, it launched with 20 characters. They said during early access, they will have five more characters coming down the pipeline. They also have an original character named Huntress that they've already shown off. And they're also going to slowly continue to drip out more characters and more original content. Um, I got some hands-on time with it. I played with Jay. He got some hands-on time. Did you get to play Ethos? No, I did not. Ethos did not. He does not play any games. Uh, play Jay. What are your thoughts on predecessor? Do you think there's a chance for the Paragon community to come back? Do you think there's a chance that you would regularly people can regularly see us push mid on Twitch? Uh, maybe, maybe. I think that the GI crew has been looking forward to a uh, another BR. I mean, another MOBA game. Um, you know, we kind of just moved on from that once Paragon died and we were looking for something else we were literally waiting to see like which paragon remake was going to make it you know through uh you know the the thick of things because it was like at one point like six different paragon games being made and it looks like right now we're kind of at uh at two and predecessor seems to be the one that's uh that's gone the furthest right now and is gaining the most traction um seeing as you know it was the old paragon people that were part of the community um you know had hands on time with this one I think that the biggest thing, because I, I do like all the uh, the different aspects, like it it looks and feels like Paragon. Um, one of the main criticisms with the game when it first came out before it died um, was the card system was pretty bad, um, and a lot of people just wanted a traditional uh, a traditional shop like you know the other mobas that are out, your Smites and and your League of Legends. So they done that. Um, obviously, it's going to take a lot to figure out because there are a ton of items in the game. So uh, it's going to take, you know, some people to continue playing with the game to figure out, like, what's the best build for whatever character or whatnot. So it's going to be a learning process. But that also leads into why I think that the general public might not like this game. And I'm not talking about the people who have been playing because they, that kind of is the issue for somebody who's new, who's trying to get into this, who never played Paragon before, only played it a couple of times and wants to get into it. I feel like that's probably one of the biggest problems is the uh, the, the barrier of entry right now because a lot of people who have been playing, they're five stacking right now, they're all in discords. They've been keeping up with the game. They've been keeping up with all these games. They've been playing them a lot. Like, it seemed like at some point, this has been the only type of game that they've been playing. They've been playing all the alpha. They've been playing all the closed betas. So they already know what's going neck on. Beards. They already know all the aspect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the neck beards. So you're coming in there. Like, and say you're a brand new person. You never played a mobile before, or you never played Paragon. And you know, you get in a predecessor. You're going to get murked. And you're in, it's just not going to be a fun experience. So I'm not going to, you know, tell the people who have been playing, you know, a lot of the trials to ease up. But I think that's going to deter a lot of people because, like, I feel like I'm a noob again. Uh, trying to get back into it, trying to figure out what all these items do, what are the best items to get for whatever character that I'm getting. I'm, you know, I, I feel like I'm a noob. I'm sort of relearning it, and I'm just getting murked because, you know, it's the five that can hear death balling me. So I think that that's going to turn a lot of people off. It's crazy how they don't understand that's actually a detriment to the community, too, because, like, I can't stress enough, if, like, if you've never played Paragon before and you want to give this a shot, there are a lot of new players in this game. And from my experience, the few hours that I have on it, there's no in-between. You're either going to run, you're going to be in a lobby full of like new players and like you can have some fun and experiment or you're going to be in a lobby full of fucking hardcore sweats 
Um, and it's like when they do that five stack stuff, it's like, yo, we're trying to grow the community. You're going to run these people off of the server. Like, do you got to you guys got to play a five pro stack every time you can't do maybe two, like three or whatever, like break the friend group up or whatever. Um, I would hope that giving feedback and hoping that growing the community would be the priority. Otherwise, this this game is um, it's it's going to be DOA and it doesn't help that there's actually another Paragon remake out right now called Overprime. Oh, par it's called Paragon the Overprime. Oh my God! Um, so they, they, yeah, it's it's act and it's actually free to play. Although on Steam it has mixed reviews. Um, people seem like they're they're really fucking with this one more predecessor. But they, they, the community's already split. It's already small. It's split. When I was streaming this game, people were coming in and like, oh, you should play Overprime. Or I'm like, bro, I, I just want to play predecessor. Like, motherfuckers is already beefing. Like it's like East Coast versus West Coast and shit like that. And I'm just like, bro, the community needs to get together and pick a game and like this is what we're supporting. Stick with it. Uh, yeah, and in my opinion, I think Predecessor is a better overall MOBA and like strategy game. Overprime is a little bit too fast paced. Um, and I like what they're doing with Predecessor, but I, I'm not gonna lie, you guys are fighting an uphill was battle. Overprime, was Overprime the Korean one? That yeah, that's the one or? we actually played. Yeah, that's, remember it oh, was kind of janky okay. with the animations and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Predecessor is in Overprime, they're both facing uphill battles, and the reason being is like paragon died during an era when mobas were at remember we were just talking about trends like that yeah. was the trend at Trending the time that was the trend mobas were the trend before br mobas are not yeah. hot you got like league and dota they've managed you know carve out their niche and remain relevant but like all those other you guys remember strife uh all the uh or oh, what was what was the was um EA's. Dawn what, Gate what was, was the dc one. what was the dc comics one that we used to play uh infinite crisis yeah, infinite crisis there were so many mobas that have collapsed it's not the hot yeah. thing anymore so it was easy to attract new players people i'm really curious to see will they be able to attract new people now that mobas are not hot like they got to work on the marketing strategy but i think their heart's in the right place i think at the core the game runs there's no i didn't have any optimization issues it runs really well it feels good it feels like paragon but they made just enough changes to where it's its own thing and it feels balanced um but they're gonna have to start pushing out new content and really differentiating themselves to stand out because at the end of the day paragon did fail you can't remake the game you got to make it better uh that's all i got that's all i got it's on steam if you want to check it out, do you have any plans to even touch any of these uh, ethos? Are you just kind of done with other uh, Paragon? I think I, I think that ship has sailed. I think I'm done with it. Mm. Um, when one finally comes out, let's say the popularity does turn up, and let's say people are like playing it pretty like on pace of where Paragon was, then maybe I'll just come back. But I, I don't think uh, it's like kind of what you say. I kind of feel like I've outgrown it a little bit, so it is what it is. Mm. I have seen people that were you know getting interested in it again because like I streamed it like a couple times and. You know, it was a good amount of people in the chat, like, hey, you know, what's this? You know, what's what's going on? Paragon's back, you know what I'm saying? Paragon's back, like you're playing this again. But you know, and, and people were definitely interested to see like, you know, what changes were there. But you know, then they seen me getting freaking murked by a five stack and I'm in here solo and I'm like, Well damn, like this this isn't really fun. Like I'm trying to relearn the game and, mm -hmm. and like I'm just getting dunked on constantly. So I'll I'll see. I don't I don't know like how long this will last. I, I guess like it may just depend on how long that we overall play it um you know we're just hopping on but those games are still they don't take as long i feel like um compared to you know when when paragon was actually out but you know they still take you know minimal 20 30 minutes and sometimes you just don't you know have the time for that anymore especially now with me week one it wasn't hard to find a match i was surprised by that so like there is some traction there i'm curious to see like in a month will it still be easy to find a game um 
So only time will tell. Only time will tell. We keeping we'll be keeping an eye on that. Um, let's talk about a um a game that has multiplayer that people are really rocking with. I know JG loved this one. Um, Gotham Knights. It recently got an update. Um, they added some four player co. Now previously they said four player co op was not possible, but they just came out with an update and they added two brand new modes. The first one is called Heroic Assault, four player co op. Um, basically it's horde mode. There's 30 floors. Each one gets harder more enemies different objectives sometimes the objective is just defend yourself take out the enemies sometimes the objective is defend the computer sometimes the objective is defend a moving laser um and you can play four player co-op you can play the same character everybody can be red hood it doesn't have to be the, the four different characters there's online matchmaking um and then there's another mode it's called showdown which is basically new game plus for the boss fights so they're harder to beat um, so basically you have to grind gear and heroic assault, so then you can fight the, the characters in, in heroic shutdown. Um, I know you spent a lot of time with this JJ. You were a big fan of the Gotham Knights heroic assault. Uh, how did you feel about this um, new mode? A lot of time equals an hour. <laughs> Max. I'm glad you admit you don't play games. Go ahead. Bro, you ain't playing either. <laughs> I did. I actually got to the 10th floor. I put a couple hours in. Oh, I'm sorry for you. I, I did a video on it. YouTube.com slash the Black Okage. I feel sorry for you for, for taking the time. I know you did it for content. I get it. I know you did it for content. Uh, but when we played, it was not anything special. They could have honestly just not have put this four-player co-op in there. Um, I think one of the main things, which, again, they put a barrier there because we were trying to get Chaos to play it, and you have to get to at least Case 5 in which the main game. story in order to even unlock it, and that's basically almost beating the damn game. So... With that being said, just for all the people who are like, oh, I want to do the four-player crop, you got to at least play the game and progress through the story far enough in order to even unlock it. Um, to play Horde mode? Ooh. Yes, in order to play <laughs> Get the fuck and up. I'm That's like, innovation Ooh. in the Xbox 360 era. You remember this thing called uh, Gears of War? <laughs> oh, remember when they did Horde mode? You just hit it on the menu and just play it? Exactly. Exactly. That's how it wow. should have been, right? And, like, uh, it's there, like, when you load up the game, like, you see Heroic Assault. But, like, even for me and TBAs, because we didn't understand, I had to go into my story, and then there was an objective for Heroic Assault. And all it requires you to do is go to where the place is, the, the lair is, in order to unlock it. I'm like, why can't I just click on it, and then you take me there, right? Like, why do I have to do this extra step just to get there so I can unlock it? So I don't understand who... To be fair, you only had to do that, that once. After that, you can go yes, from the you only the, have to do it once, the but menu. the fact that you have to do it is bull. I don't like it. Like, it, I, I, don't get, I don't get why you have to do that. But no, when I was playing it, I was like, okay, like, it's it's all right to you know play with three other people and do these objectives but they just repeat over and over and over and it's really just to get better gear to be honest just to get the materials and ultimately get better gear um you know so you can do the uh the the better boss fights in the second bowl so it's still really not much of a point i didn't really find it to be fun or enjoyable i actually you know, enjoyed the regular story over this. So, you know, we were excited, but I think that it fell flat on this face with this uh this horde mode. At least it's free. Um, yeah, it's it's I think this this addition to this update only reinforces the rumors that this game was supposed to be a live service game. Cause like why drop this mode after you complete the story and you're like grinding for loot so that you can fight the same bosses over it just all seems kind of pointless. Uh, like as if there were supposed to be some proper in-game content 
but because they pulled the plug on it uh, we made the world may never know but hey it's a free update if you want to try it gotham knights uh, if not we're not mad at you um that's all we got for the game stuff uh we're gonna move into the news section of the podcast i actually wanted to open up with an important story i'm not gonna spend too much time talking about it but i want to make people aware of it so for those of you unaware during you guys are familiar with black friday right you guys are black men right Wow, another terrible joke. You're two and two. Congratulations. It wasn't a joke. You're black, right? Wow. You think your skin clothes are a joke? joke? I'm calling Dr. Umar. I I think it's a joke when you use my skin color to determine that I like Black Friday. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) 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 Anyways, GameStop, um, they conducted their Black Friday sales. And apparently, just so you guys are aware of this, if you stored your credit card information on the website during that sale, they had a data breach. Um, and anybody who, you know, save their credit card information on the website, your info might be out there. So I just wanted to make people aware uh, if you did that, you might want to call the bank if you was really trying to get that PS5 because your shit might be out there and you might need to have a new card shipped to you. Um, I think the fascinating thing about this story for me is I was like, people save their credit card information on a game like of all the websites you would save it on that one that's crazy i don't save my card on y'all save your cards on any sites i use privacy what's what's that it is a amazing application where you can put your debit and credit card onto it and it generates uh fake uh debit and credit card numbers that redirects to your like bank account or something like that so you don't have to use your it's a burner card, card. Ooh. it's a burner card yeah so uh, uh I'm trying to remember if I pay for this. Uh, I think there's like a free version of it, but um, there's like a paid version if you want more cards. But I think there is a free version of it. I would really recommend it, especially if you're buying stuff on multiple sites. You can set those fake like proxies to have like a limited amount of uh, money that can be spent with that card per month or just one time. So if someone does get a hold of those cards, they don't actually have your real credit card information. So you can just cut the card off and then, you know, you're good. Mm. That's your cybersecurity trick of the day. You're welcome. I charge people yeah, this $1,000 uh, an hour. I use 2FA for, uh, for all my debit cards and credit cards that I enter in. So I'm asked every single time to confirm my identity before anything gets published. I'm old school. I just slide the credit card down her ass crack like Nelly. Um, let's see. Moving I on. I kind of terrible. How many other are you going to take, bro? Like, what, what the hell? Yeah, oh, they're they not done. They'd be ready to go out of business. Now y'all really about to go out of business because everybody taking their credit card information off the website. Uh-huh. Uh, this is an interesting rumor. So Sony is claiming that Microsoft's true strategy to make PlayStation like Nintendo. Now, what does that mean? They said the real idea behind why Xbox is trying to acquire Activision, which is in limbo, by the way, that's another discussion. Uh, It it hasn't been guaranteed. They said that they're trying to make the Xbox the home of um, first person shooters, forcing Sony basically to become the home of, I guess, single pair like narrative driven games or something like that. Because, like, you know, Nintendo's known for Zelda Mario not really mm-hmm. Star Fox, um, not F Zero, um, yeah, not Homebound. Um, 
What game? Not 007. Yeah, not 007. They, wow, they got not a lot anymore. of really good games they don't tap into. But you you get the point. They're trying to you know box Sony into being known basically for like God of War and Horizon, um, which I can let them. They like to tote them so much. So. <laughs> <laughs> let them. Uh, do y'all feel like there's any merit to the strategy? Do you think that's Microsoft's dubious plan on the low uh, to basically uh, shove Sony into one box of known for like single player narrative games where they have lots of. Uh, parkour moments where it, it feels like you might fall but you don't because it's all on rails <laughs> that was an atreus stab that was definitely yeah. atreus well, uncharted oh. we'll, we'll pick one uh uncharted you it's literally every sony uh, game i is a super platforming fan i fucking hate scripted platforming bro like just just make it a cutscene. Go, my bad. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> oh my God! This rock just all of a sudden. Whoa. You be climbing and be like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah. You weren't gonna fall. Like. Exactly. Um, Sony. Sony needs to shut up. Like, I, I've never seen Sony so butthurt about this potential Activision deal. Like, I, I feel like every single podcast that we've been talking about ever since this this deal even got approved, and it's not even fully approved yet. It still hasn't even gone through. Um. But ever since this happened, like Sony has just been crying and crying and crying about potentially losing Call of Duty. Sony, if you want to be known as an FPS studio and make FPS games that are actually good, who remembers the last FPS game that was a Sony exclusive that we played and enjoyed? I mean, I I, I can't remember the last one that like that like actually was a hit. Um, what, 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 what what did they come out with? Mag was Mag was exclusive. Mag was exclusive, something, but it was busted. It was broken for like uh, the first two months it came out. That's kind of why it flopped. Yeah, people say I it was just, good. Killzone. Kill, <laughs> I mean, with Killzone came Mid-mid-zone. and went. Like, yeah. yeah, people were playing it for a little bit, but it it died too. So, I mean, I think everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. And Sony, your strength has been the the single player narrative type of games. I mean, you can pretty much do like Xbox did, but uh, Microsoft just has the money to throw around. That's how they were able to get these studios. They were like, forget it. If we can't find any studios in-house to make these games, then F it. We're just going to buy the studios that make these games that we really want, and then they're going to be under our umbrella. I mean, you tried Sony, you know, with a couple studios, but you haven't gotten anything near what what Xbox has. But I don't know what else to tell you. Like, if you can't flaunt your money around because you don't have any, then I don't know. You're going to have to try to either take the L and don't have any FPS games there and be known as a single player, um, you know, single uh, single player platformer, you know, narrative type of studio um, type of platform or you're just going to have to find some way to get an FPS game that people will enjoy. Cause I, I don't know what else to say. Like, but losing call of duty should not be like the main focus that you're on. I don't think that Microsoft has some grand objective to, uh, to make you not the platform that people play FPS is on. I think that that's dumb. I think that honestly, they're just super upset that they might potentially be losing call of duty. Cause at the end of the day, the exclusive, you know, probably put a lot of money in their pockets and it made a lot of people, uh, you know, want to consider getting the Sony platform just for that exclusive window every time a Call of Duty game came out, and that's really it. Well, yeah, I think that's what's what's interesting about that is them blocking it. Well, potentially, the FTC might block this deal from going through. For like those not aware, now the story is coming out. 
that uh, Microsoft might not even get Activision. Um, there are claims going around uh, Sony saying basically that it's anti-competition, um, basically arguing that they'd have a monopoly um, if Microsoft acquired Activision, which is, by the way, I find that the most interesting thing about this story is it's like, it, you're considered to be a monopoly if you hold Call of Duty. Because at this point, I mean, Blizzard's Diablo 4 hasn't came out, so we don't know what that's going to do. Overwatch 2 is, uh, is are we is that game dead yet? What y'all think, man? That game dead? What y'all think? Nah, I think people still playing it. Still but playing I, it? I just, okay. Yeah, We don't know about that one. It's a little skeptical. Like Activision, the point I'm trying to make is Activision really ain't that hot right now, especially at the Diablo Immortals. Um, and then Overwatch 2 being a little bit shaky. So to say that, like, yo, Monopoly, Monopoly, we need to stop this shit. That's a wild claim because. Other than that, what does what does Activision have? Uh, Guitar Hero. Uh, yeah, I think this deal will actually. Do you think this deal will be blocked, Ethos? Um, no. I think uh, the um, what is the name of the Federal Trade Commission? I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot the moment they try to argue and tell, uh, try to argue and say, "Oh, we're suing them because um, th- for Europe, uh, they they got scammed out of what Microsoft Microsoft promised when they acquired Zen- uh, Bethesda and Zenimax that they would not make those games exclusive." And then literally, Europe was like, "No, we did it." <laughs> so now, like the the, the Federal Trade Commission is like, uh, "Oops." Now they're looking like idiots. So they sued them off of a premise that wasn't even factual. So now it's. It's just going to be funny them going to court and just trying to make some other excuses up about why they think it just go through. But I, I think ultimately Microsoft, just like they did with, um, I forgot what the other, Europe, they'll make a concession. They'll say, okay, if we do this, will this make you guys feel okay about it? And then they'll probably say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll be fine. I, I don't think this like off-roads the acquire, uh, acquisition at all. I think it just delays it a little bit, but I think they're going to get it probably by sometime well, next year. I think the reason that this deal will eventually go through is because news just came out. Um, Microsoft signed a deal with Nintendo uh, and they're yeah. guaranteeing that Call of Duty will be coming to the Nintendo Switch for 10 years uh the next 10 years so did that you see the valve thing too oh no what's the valve, valve thing? i missed that one they they uh they were offering valve uh the same thing they were offering playstation they were like hey we'll make sure that call of duty remains on steam for you guys and not put on a battle net or something like that we'll let you guys make sure you guys can still do it and Valve was like nah you don't have to sign it we've had a relationship with you guys for a decade and we know that like you guys stand by your word you guys have never like hoed us basically so we just trust it. and they wrote like gabe wrote this out like and publicly submitted as like a public uh so we've got a like, handshake from valve and then they had they've already nintendo and then yeah, yeah we've already inked up a deal with nintendo so that alone demolishes the argument that sony's the trying argument. to make that it's yeah. anti-competition and monopoly they said no nah, like call of duty is going to be there like i would imagine that microsoft purchased activision because maybe they know something that we don't maybe they're working on some secret new ip and maybe they want that to be exclusive to like the game pass but like i don't think they're long plays call of duty exclusive especially because call of duty is one of the biggest games in the world i would want that game i would want that game to be multiplayer make it as much money as possible it's the it's the quintessential casual game basically when they grabbed minecraft they didn't just lock it down to like windows computers exclusively stuff like that no they just made it bigger and they expanded it made sure it could be played on like so many different things like that was what their plan was and they're doing the same with call of duty like the switch thing is a perfect example the switch is a weaker system but they'll figure a way whether it's like that version or like a smaller version they'll figure out a way to get warzone whether it's like cloud uh like a cloud 
cloud version or something, they're going to find a way to get Call of Duty on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that so article just confirmed it. Switch Pro yeah. is coming to me because I'm like, ain't no way these hey, new yeah, Call of Duty some way. Ain't no way these new Call of Duty is running on Switch, bro. They got to come out with a Switch no. Pro. What's going on? Yeah, there's, there's yeah, something will happen there. I mean, like they were able to get The Witcher to work on Switch barely, but it it works. So I mean, who knows? You know, maybe they'll do some more sorcery and magic. But um, yeah, no, I, I think like what you said, everything makes sense. Uh, I think Sony every single time one of these things come out where another partner is like, hey, yeah, we agree, or they get another deal with another partner. Sony has like honestly, like they're just gonna look really terrible by the end of this. Like I remember when. Do you remember back when Microsoft got under fire for used games and they were like for the gamers and. We're for the gamers and stuff like that. I feel like we've like almost like full circled at this point. We're now like Sony is just like a, a crying kid who just is just like holding on to dear life for this like you know ball that doesn't want to give it away. Sony Sony feels right now like um when Frieza they, re- they sound entitled when 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 Frieza realized he couldn't beat Goku and Vegeta. Yeah, so blow up the planet. Went, went to, yeah. No, no, he went to Broly. Like, have you seen that yeah. that meme clip? He's like Broly, niggas oh, yeah, is yeah, wilding. Yeah. <laughs> well, he shot his dad. This <laughs> uh, <laughs> is funny. So I think the fun here's the funny thing about this story. The the funniest thing about this whole FTC, Microsoft, Sony debacle, and Call of Duty is the beloved Battlefield somehow caught astray in all of this. Um, so one of the counter arguments people have had is like, well, what's the big deal if Call of Duty does become exclusive to the Xbox and the Nintendo? You guys still got Battlefield. You can have a shooter on your console. And Sony was like, well, they're irrelevant. <laughs> well, let me give you the quote. Call of Duty is not replicable. They said that you can't replicate Call of Duty, which is code oh. for Battlefield is irrelevant. They said, who gives a fuck about that being on the platform? We want Call of Duty. So how do you guys feel about Battlefield catching a stray in all of this? Do you guys feel like Battlefield's irrelevant? I know because there have been those rumors that EA was trying to get itself sold to somebody. Someone, they were trying to make somebody buy them. I know that the, the shareholders were like, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. now that's going to be used. Like, if someone was buying them, it's like, with this, like, you know, because, you know, they'll hype it up Battlefield is on par with Call of Duty. It's the number one competitor to Call of Duty. And now they're like, I don't know, man. I read this one thing over here where they said that it was it could never be replicated. Like, well, there goes our value. So, that, you know, that's a pretty funny joke about it all. Didn't you say you're getting back on uh, Battlefield 2042? Yeah, it's actually really good right now. It's really good. That's eight cool. out of ten right now. I give it. Would you say it's a four? Would you say it's a four out of five? <laughs> I give it eight out of ten right now. I'd say okay. it's an eighty right now. I give it eight. Okay. The latest content's been pretty good. They've been doing a good job with it. Fair enough. Um, any 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 take on Battlefield being irrelevant, Jay? I mean, it's pretty messed up, but I mean, numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. It it hasn't been. But uh, I know that there was definitely a period where I was enjoying Battlefield a lot more than Call of Duty because I felt like Call of Duty was not uh, doing anything special or innovative. And now I feel like they finally kind of come back around and went back to, you know, kind of like the nostalgic, pure type of multiplayer that I enjoyed back then during the uh, original Modern Warfare and Black Ops phases. So that's why I'm kind of, you know, enjoying this latest one in Battlefield 2042. I just, I don't know. I, I just couldn't, couldn't mesh with it. And then the previous one, Battlefield 5, uh, I was just like, uh, like, it, I don't know. It, it just kind of fell off a little bit for me. You know, there were moments, but it's just like when the game first come out, I'm just like, what are you all doing? Like, 
battlefield has aspects that call of duty does not but i think that they were again trying to keep up with the joneses and oh you're going to world war ii so i'm going to go to world war ii oh you went back to the future well, i'm going to go back to the future like i feel like battlefield just needs to be its own thing and just do its own thing and i think it can get back on track and make sure that the game is optimized and has enough content in the beginning uh in order to you know actually keep the people in so uh, I mean, it's like that they caught the stray on this one, but again, numbers don't lie. It it, it is uh, you know playing catch up. I wouldn't I wouldn't call Battlefield like irrelevant, but it's definitely in a rough patch, which is funny because I feel like these two constantly go at each other. Like there's a moment where Battlefield's on top, and then it, and Call, and Call of Duty. Duty. Yeah, I think it's just Call of Duty's time right now. Like, Battlefield mm. can come back. They're always one good game away. It's just they had a rough they had a rough launch with that 2042. Mm. BF3, BF4 era was was a peak era. So I mean, didn't yeah, didn't the community yeah. love Battlefield one too? I will not so understand that, but yes, they they love they loved it. I didn't say we. I said the community. I, <laughs> yeah, community likes it. I'm, I'm a, it was the I'm horses. On the opposite side of that. I just I I'm indifferent to Battlefield One. I just don't like the gun in the air. Mm, yeah, I feel that. Um, some uh, articles leaked online from uh, Take Two Interactive. Supposedly, these are some insider. Documents. I got hacked again. Yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So man, one of the big ta- one of the big takeaways no. from the Take Two interactive documents that leaked is the highly anticipated Grand Theft Auto Six is expected to release in 2024. Do we believe that? Mm, I mean, they got another year. After possible. This, so yeah, I mean, it could be late yeah. 2024. Yeah, it's possible. I could see it. I could see it. Mm, do you think there'll be Ooh, enough PS Fives available if it does come out in 2024? Yeah, by that point, there should be. Hopefully. Unless we get hit with this U.S. recession, mm. and no, but yeah, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. I, I find it funny that uh, the, the article that you have is from No Jumper. Though. I know it was, it was, it was amazing. We gotta take it with a, a grain good of salt. source. Good source. <laughs> we gotta yeah. take it with a grain of salt. Listen, Great man, source. we're reaching, man. We're just trying to extend. We're trying to get that watch yeah, time, we, baby. Make you sure have they... Wikipedia sources here too. Oh you going two God. for two, buddy? All right, all right. <laughs> you guys want to run the show? No, uh, no, you got it. You're doing a great I'll job. shut this whole bitch job, down, right? yeah, you, I will shut this whole bitch down. You're doing down. a phenomenal job. Man. I'll just make sure yeah, y'all baby. internet connections work. How about yeah, that? Yeah, I, yeah, that yeah, we'll, hey, <laughs> I can't promise that. <laughs> Yo, can we get can we get a um, a Patreon donation going for this man's internet? Uh, yeah, just just know we've been struggling today. Uh, next story I got for you guys is the future of DC games will now be connected to. The, the DC movies uh, confirmed by James Gunn. James Gunn is now basically DC is trying to make James Gunn the, the Kevin <laughs> the Kevin Feige uh, who yeah. basically runs the Marvel movies and all future DC games will be connected to the movies uh, the DC Cinematic Universe which is interesting because I'm like do they even have one right now after what just happened with The Rock and um, Black Adam because uh, what happened at the end of that movie I was like oh they're bringing it back and then the movie failed it lost them a bunch of money, and then they just canceled um, Gal Gadot's uh, Wonder Woman three. Nineteen eighty four was that bad? I didn't watch it. It was that, that bad. That movie sucked, bro. Well, I didn't see that. that shit, well, my wife said that the movie sucked. She liked the first one. When she didn't like the movie, I was like, "Yeah, this movie's bad." So why did I bring this story up for the podcast? The reason I think this matters is because I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad uh, and other future DC games because the Arkham games are great. Um, but if now they're going to force to tie the games into the movies, this becomes problematic because the movies fucking suck. Like and like imagine them trying to write a story or gameplay mechanics and force feeding it with that DC Cinematic Universe. Do y'all think I mean, that's just my hunch. I think that could become a problem. Do y'all think that it could become a problem? Hmm. 
Um, yeah, because I think we've seen we've seen plenty of trends that video games that are tying into the movies have been bad. Is uh, and that mostly comes down to they're trying to release the game around the same time as the movie or vice versa. It's usually the the video game uh, around the same time as the movie and then that crunch comes in, that timeline comes in, and then the movie, you know, just ends up not, I mean, the video game ends up, you know, being trash. Um, but, you know, the Arkham games by itself, not being tied to any of the the Batman movies have been amazing. So we've seen that then when they're not tied to anything, that they end up being good. So if we're trying to kind of double back and, and try to tie them together, then yeah, there is a potential for the video games to actually be bad. So yeah, I'm kind of worried about this one. Not gonna lie. Breaking news. I don't know if you guys saw the group chat. Marvel's Spider-Man oh. 2 is now available for pre-order on the PlayStation Store. I'm looking at these images. There's no release date though. How long before it comes to PC, you think? Two years? A year? A year. A year? Yeah, There's right. a trailer that's supposed to drop the 13th, but the fact that it showed up on the PSN store, that means it's probably gonna drop soon. Maybe like spring 2023? I'm gonna guess. Maybe, possibly. If okay. not, then I mean, hopefully the summer. I'll yeah. say second quarter. Uh oh, second the second trailer for the Mario movie dropped. Did y'all get a chance to look at that? Uh, uh during the game awards, right? Yeah, that one, right? Uh I think they did reshow it during the game. It dropped before the game awards. Yeah, I think they did reshow it. Yeah, did y'all get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how are we feeling about this movie? This is the second trailer. Chris Pratt. It's a me, Gabagoo. I'm so on board with it. <laughs> I think it looks good. Uh, it looks like I don't like just don't like uh, Chris Pratt's voice. That's it. I like everything else. Though. That's the main complaint. I don't really see anybody complaining about anything else. Like because everybody loves Jack Black. Like it's yeah. like Bowser. Like that's that's amazing. They're like oh my god, this is so good. Nobody's really complaining about Keegan uh, doing Toad. Like so, I, I it's literally just Chris Pratt. Like nobody's complaining about uh, Luigi either. It's yeah, so it's it's just Chris. I I think that it looks good though. The second trailer got me more into possibly seeing it day one. I'm just worried about like, well, I got a daughter, so I, I guess it's really not gonna matter. She doesn't really know anything about Mario, but at least I can roll in with her. Yeah, you try to roll Shame. in with day one with all the kiddos, bro. Hey, I, I did it with Sonic. I did it with Sonic. I don't care. I like Mario. Right. We need a new. It's been a while, man. I'm ready to go back to New Donk City, bro. It's been a while. We need a new one. That was funny how Donkey Kong beat the dog shit out of him in the trailer. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, bro, because you know there's going to be a sequel. There's no way this. I would be shocked if this movie bombs at the box office. He's got he's got mass appeal. Um, I was saying, like, for the sequel, they got to do a Luigi's Mansion movie. Like, Mario gets, gets captured, and now it's up to Luigi since he's already in this movie. I think that mm. could actually work. That could actually work because Luigi's Mansion is hella underrated. It's a great game. Um, but yeah, it looks good. It's dropping in April. Um, one thing I hope is that they don't. I hope this is like the last trailer. Don't be like Ubisoft and drop. Don't oversell the movie. I think uh, they might fall into the trap of showing a little bit too much, uh, and that can might maybe wear some people away because they're like, oh well, I seen the whole movie in the trailer. I hope that they don't show too much and just let people come through. It's Mario. It's gonna sell itself. Uh, don't don't wear wear yourself out before you even get to the damn movie. Uh, but yeah, that drops in April. Um, what other news we got for you guys? New Dead Island gameplay. Uh, they just had a showcase, showed off some more of the world, some of the weapons you can combine, some of the gruesome attacks you can do. Uh, how are we feeling about Dead Island 2, JG? 
Uh, I'm still still not on board. I remember that raw footage that we saw at first. I was like super turned off. Um, but I mean, I think that I think that the the new one gives me a little bit of hope. But I'm still just kind of like man, like I think that this is like five years too late for them to you know. Five? I say ten. Mm, okay, even longer, even longer. Yeah, it, it just still looks like dated. Like I don't, I don't see anything new. I don't see anything pushing the boundaries with this. I just see it being a generic, just zombie shooter, co-op game that you can game. play with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. It's it's just it's it's nothing. The nothing one unique thing that they did reveal that it has going for itself is you can transform into a zombie, and it's like your rage mode. But then I'm like. Mm-hmm. What am I the enemy now? Like I, I'm confused by that. Um, it's this, probably another one of those situations where like you're infected with the virus, but you can't control it somehow until you can't oh, control it anymore. Yeah, yeah, you're one of you're one of the you know the one of the, the good zero ones. patients or whatever. Yeah, patient zero. Is <laughs> it the good ones? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I I, I, I kind of wish that they just would have just kept it scrapped. I, I don't think that anybody is looking for this. I don't think that anybody needs this. Uh, we're done with the zombie genre. I think that uh, that was another genre that was very weird. All these zombie games coming out. I just don't think that uh, we need it anymore. Like we're just we're just kind of past that point. I think the only way this game is going to find success is if it strategically places itself on its release. Like this game cannot come out around another major game, especially because 2023 is stacked. Uh, but if it drops maybe like in the summer when things are a little bit light, it's got a window for itself. I think it has a chance, but like they have to be real strategic about where they release the game on like Sega with Sonic Frontiers. Um, what do you think, Ethos? Um, I don't really care. I, I respect that. I respect no, that. I, I don't care. Yeah. yeah we don't can... really care about that island, to be honest with you. Okay. He's, he's, you don't want to play a zombie game, John? Well, nah. What about what about I'm modders? Not, I played Dying Light. Dying Light did me in. I'm what about like, modders fixing Pokemon? You know the the game is janky. They dropped the patch. Apparently, it did nothing. Uh, but modders on PC fixed the game. So apparently, the best way to play uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is on PC, which I didn't even know was possible. Uh, but yeah, allegedly, it's, allegedly, it's running at. Allegedly. This is alleged footage of it running at sixty frames per second on PC. <laughs> oh my goodness uh so yeah uh just be aware of that's the best version to play that's all i got uh for the news um i could not find any social justice stories uh for you jg are you aware of anything going on in the world that just really grind your gears <laughs> nah not really it, it's actually been pretty light like i think the biggest controversy with Liddy, the sonic botters and the uh and obviously the game of the year oh uh, wait wait no 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 there was one there was one uh tell the world how you feel about um the new the new streaming site that's owned by the casinos oh i forgot about, i just remembered that Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah let the people know let's yeah. go let them know that story yeah so kick so uh so popular streamer uh train tv he has been uh increasingly getting upset with twitch and their practices um he's been known for uh for gambling on this site called stake uh they're an offshore uh gambling site that uh hosts um a lot of you know big name streamers like aiden train rex and even drake 
Uh, so Drake. Hey. Yeah, what? Drake. Yeah, so Drake gambles a lot on stake, and they uh, they be throwing away a bag. Like, and when I'm talking about a bag, I mean a bag to to just gamble. Uh, and so a lot of people be doing that a lot. Um, I don't know if people were uh, if they remembered the controversy when people were like, "Oh, this gambling is bad. This gambling is bad." And then they kind of forced Twitch to change their policies, you know, on gambling or whatever. Um, so a lot of people who were actually, you know, on stake, they got kind of pissed at that. And Train Rex was one of them. Uh, so I think it's it's more of a veil to try to uh, say like, hey, I still want to gamble and do my thing, but I don't like the way that Twitch changed these policies. Therefore, like, I want to find somewhere else. So uh, entering this new uh, Twitch streaming site called, uh, well, Twitch competitor uh, called Kick. Um, Train Rex put out like a lengthy little twit longer talking about blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm sad because Twitch is, is streaming like crap. Uh, so let's go to this new site called Kick. Um, so they were promising things like 95% split on everything. Uh, everybody becomes a partner day one, you know, things like that, which we, again, we don't know if these are false promises or not. But uh, apparently the way that they're able to do this is because Stake has a lot of freaking money and they can get a lot of advertisers to you know come in and and basically you know uh front all of this so that all the people that stream on the website can get this you know enormous percentage uh compared to twitch which you know with 70 30 for a lot of the bigger streamers and uh 50 50 for everybody else um and so a lot of people you know started doing their sleuthing or whatnot because train Rex didn't mention like who owned your Kick, what and it it turned out to be steak what is what <laughs> so is steak. sleuthing Sleuthing. Uh, you know what sleuthing is? Nah. Internet sleuths. What is that? Sleuth? Just research. Sleuthing? Just researching, bro. Just Google I'm not a fucking nerd, bro. This freaking guy, bro. Put that it, on my body. Just I'm words. Words. You words watch Scooby Doo? Yeah, I didn't watch every dog. Scooby Doo came out like a night during the Vietnam War, nigga. What the fuck, bro? You know how many episodes of Scooby Doo? So you don't know what sleuthing is? So I, was, I don't know. Okay, okay. So you're one of those people, so because I don't know every quote in SpongeBob. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, that, that word would be on uh, those. I don't, you don't watch TV. Those, I, 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 I yeah, any, yeah, I don't. I don't uh, rock my brain. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. so people found out because uh, Train Wreck said that you know I don't I don't own <laughs> Kick or I don't. I don't have anything to do with Kick, but I've been working with them. And it turns out that Stake is the one that uh that actually owns Kick. So a lot of people are like, oh my God, oh my God. Like you're, you know, the reason why you're backing them is because, you know, you've been on Stake and you've been gambling for a long time. So uh people are like extra wary. Um actually if you go to the website, people found out that it's literally using uh Twitch's code in order That's to uh, run the website. So it looks you know almost one to one exactly the same as Twitch's homepage and whatnot. And uh one time when people were on there, they saw two naked men wrestling at the at the front page. So yeah, this website is it looks like the Wild West right now. So if you want if you want to hop on that, go ahead. And how does that make you feel? whatever bro like I, <laughs> I, I i just think it's it's another one of those points where like the rich are getting richer like i understand that you have a problem with twitch like a lot of people do but this man is at a point where he's made so much freaking money that it doesn't matter if he leaves twitch tomorrow nobody will bet an eyelash and i think that his money will ultimately not be affected because he's already getting hella money from stake themselves along with whatever you know other revenue uh shares uh revenue streams that he's getting so he can go to this other streaming website and do whatever the hell he wants. It's not going to matter for them. I think what's interesting about this story is like, I'm not either. I'm not for or against gambling. It's not my money. Do whatever the fuck you want to do with your money. I think what's interesting is like, if he wants to gamble, why does he need to stream it? Like, just go gamble, bro. If, if you genuinely enjoy hitting the, the casinos, just go do it. 
Like, why do you because need this? He's being paid. He's being paid to show it off to potentially yeah, people. Money the root of all evil, huh? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's a bar, dude. That's crazy. Exactly. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much what it is. Like, I don't think that a lot of people that are in bed with stake necessarily like gambling outside of drake because we know that drake literally loves gambling like that's something that he's it seems like he's pretty addicted to like he'll bet on any game uh you know whatever you know calls a curse for whatever team that he's betting on like stuff like that like he he actually gambles so that won't make sense uh you know aiden was another one that i found out about stake through um he, he said he's addicted to gambling too so uh you know some people actually do like gambling but it's really just to show it off and uh and get more people on the website i mean it's that's that's pretty much the premise csgo lotto 2.0 i mean sure. it might be it might so be. what do you think they use Go ahead. they use um they use uh cryptocurrency a lot for their uh mm. for their you know main currency they don't use you know regular u.s dollars especially because they're they're an offshore company they don't they're not operate in the u.s so a lot of dark use. money a lot yeah, of dark money yeah. That, yeah. yeah so what do you think the repercussions or the consequences for this move will be jg <laughs> uh for whom train wrecks or yeah what are, what are your social justice warrior tingles giving you I mean, like I said before, I don't think shaking? that anything's. I don't think there's gonna be any repercussions for him. He's already made enough money that I think he could retire tomorrow, and and you know he'll be good, or he can get off of Twitch tomorrow, and it's not gonna affect his bottom or, line. Or, like, or he's extremely in debt. I mean, I think about the other side of it. I mean, say I'm gonna roll the dice till I get myself out the hole. Yeah, or, but a lot which we're not saying he is by the way he's that's just a theory like, yeah, that's, just a, that's just a game theory <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times though what i've heard is stake doesn't even like they don't even make you use your own money a lot of times oh, they, they already theirs. front them yeah they, a lot of times yeah. they just front them the house money always wins just gamble on stream yeah it's kind of so, jacked up because if you didn't know that you think that they were risking their own money but then when you realize that they're like kind of like that they're sponsoring people to wager like basically bet and people who fall for that where they're sponsored like hey you should check it out i've been using the stake thing but like they really have no um risk like the risk is extremely they're low getting most of their play. money back they might get yeah. you might win once or twice but you're gonna right. get most of your money back money's your money back but like a person yeah. who falls for the sponsorship who's like oh okay well my favorite streamer said it's cool i'll try it like their risk is astronomical because they're not getting that like there's no you know fodder for them so which brings on the predatory yeah. aspect and that's what people were most upset about is the predatory yeah. aspect once they figured that out they're like oh you're not even using your own money hello mm. like if i come in here i have to convert my own us dollars or whatever you know whatever country that i'm in to to cryptocurrency in order to even place bets and you know play whatever game so i'm at more risk than you are because you're not at risk at all you're getting front of the money so that's where that comes in mm, 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 mm. the rich get yeah, richer ain't nothing, ain't nothing gonna happen to train wrecks at all ain't nothing gonna happen to him it's it's more white people shit so <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of being in their business because it don't be affecting us. Yeah, remember when Twitch was about playing games? It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, they play uh, some real games now. They play real know. games. Yeah, 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 yeah. The remember, the, like remember the shouting match that they had a few months ago about about this? Oh, this man. Game, yeah. <laughs> Middle school shit, bro. Yes. Uh, oh, that's all I got on the show notes. Y'all got anything y'all want to add to the show before we wrap this one up? No, sir. Okie dokie. All right. Uh, Ethos, 
your connection's hanging on by a thread, so you got the show God floor. Blessed. What is your closing statement for Game and Illuminati episode? One thirty-six. Go. Uh, thanks everybody for stopping by. Uh, shout outs to Elden Ring and shout outs to all my Elden Lords. We won this war. Uh, commendable to the God of War stands. Y'all tried y'all best. You definitely tried to push the agenda. Didn't work this time, but hey, maybe next time, maybe next year. But uh, I think it's just all—it's all karma for how you guys did uh, Red Dead Redemption a couple of years ago so i seen you know, it goes uh, around comes back around i seen anon say in the group chat that you know he's about to become the elden lord i'm glad to see that you know he got off the google stadia and probably <laughs> playing some games you know it's not like he had a choice we'll let him tell something it'll be a different story it was great all right, right. uh jj what's your closing statement for episode 136 go and appreciate everybody for coming through um like tba said in the earlier portion of the very beginning of the podcast we are available everywhere and have been putting out uh constant clips every single day uh so we want to continue that uh please continue to support us on whatever platform tiktok ig twitter youtube all agi updates uh again like i mentioned before we're pushing out all this content daily content so just continue to support the movement uh we did see the overwhelmingly positive feedback about us finally being on video so hope you all enjoy the new format because we are continuing to grow and push the boundaries of the podcast so appreciate all support for sure for sure and my closing statement for episode 136 is we appreciate you coming through if you're watching the video version on youtube hit the like button if you're watching the video version on spotify what up hit the five stars spotify apple um what's the name next show i don't know what games we're going to talk about we got some other games we got to play they probably won't most likely expose they'll expose themselves because they don't play no games um, so we'll continue the agenda, the Requiem agenda. Um, I don't know what I'm really talking about because I'm hungry. A little lightheaded. Um, Still a week. Pumps are heavy. <laughs> All right. <everybody. laughs> this has been Gavin, Gavin Illuminati episode. 136. I appreciate y'all coming through. Uh, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Peace out. You guys are black. What was that, JJ? <laughs> I don't know. Bye, friends. Uh, bye. <laughs> like Barney. Bye. Oh, my goodness. Bye, friends. <laughs>